Welcome to We Need Wrestling. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to We Need Wrestling. I'm DJ. That's Brett. Hello. Well, that wasn't me, but hi, I'm Brett. Pointing to Brett. Who was that? That and just that welcomed was us. Our the most special of special guests, our most requested guest. Joe Sposto. Uh no, not at all. Um you are uh dare I say this, much more well liked on the internet. Oh, false. <laughs> than Joe. That's just because Sar- I don't talk Sergeant on the Slaughter did follow you That's on true. Twitter. Though. He did. I was actually gonna go after Sergeant Slaughter this week on Whoa. Twitter, but then I realized that it, it might be repercussions absolutely so i deleted my twitter oh so. that's true sergeant slaughter that's all stolen valor that sarge yeah. has so yeah. uh sarge not ever actually in the military how does that make you feel michelle um well i mean considering that nobody in uh wrestling who does anything is actually what they say they are you know what does that mean i i feel like there's a lot of like i was trying to say dusty Rhodes was not the american dream saying that that randy savage was not macho uh what i'm saying is that um this uh japanese sumo wrestler is spoilers uh, whoa samoan okay and uh the italian guy was he's a native american it's tatanka as Bobby Hino likes to call Yeah. So, uh, all right. Michelle's here as a guest. To, she She promised ages ago to watch the Royal Rumbles with us. She offered to watch them all. And we turned that offer into a reoccurring bit once a year for five weeks on the podcast. Wait, it's kind of that, like, How I Met Your Mother thing where they say, like, Barney can either get like 30 slaps right now or three slaps from now until the end of eternity. Yeah. It would almost be better if I got to watch all the Royal Rumbles all at once. Well, that's not going to happen. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Now it can just go on forever, though. You can you know, just make me. How many are there? It seems like there's infinity Royal Rumbles. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, right. this one we watched was 30 years ago. Yeah. It was also and it was the ninth. three and a half days long. <laughs> It wasn't. Um, it just felt that way. So, uh, Michelle's here to discuss the Rumble. Uh, she'll be here every week until the, the this year's Rumble happens. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I guess until after that happens, because she will be reviewing and Absolutely. talking about the newest Rumble. Both Rumbles this Both year. Rumbles this year. Uh, Michelle, why do you love wrestling so much? Uh, oh, that's easy. I don't. <laughs> you, li- you, you like a Royal Rumble. I I do like if I had to pick wrestling to yes. watch, it would be Royal Rumbles okay. because I like the uh, uh, pageantry of somebody coming out every I don't know two minutes or whatever. Yeah, depends on what it's, year. It's like running on Titan time. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like each um, each event has like a consistency to it. It it varied a lot. Yeah, two minutes, minute and a half. I think they did a minute one at one point. I believe they? so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's fun. And if you were to time it, it, it's it's always off. It's never the same. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes it feels like it's forever, and then yeah. sometimes they're like, so Get somebody else out there right now. Yes. Uh, so they're completely random. Uh, the first one, if you listen to the end of the last week's show, we we ran we pulled the randomizer out. Brett has his randomizer, uh, and it was 1993. 1990. But before we get to the 1993 Royal Rumble, we have some news to talk about. Obviously, you want to talk about Carl Frederick signing with NXT, right? I do. Yes, exactly. Whoa, Michelle, baby. How do you feel about Carl Frederick's signing with NXT? Um, Very good. Um, <laughs> Carl Frederick's uh, 
New Japan Young Lion, winner of the Young Lions Cup a couple yeah. of years back. Uh, really the first graduate from the LA Dojo. Yeah, uh, I think pretty talented guy, uh, a little more developed than, than most NXT, I think. Uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. He was upset with New Japan. Uh, they didn't want to book him, I guess. Made it known, and he walked away. Uh, and it took him a bit to get booked and find his way to NXT, but I think it's a good fit. I agree. He's a good-looking dude. He's talented in the ring. I don't know about his mic skills. New Japan doesn't really rely on that too much, so I don't know what he has uh, in that department. What was his nickname? Uh, the Alpha Wolf? Something like that. No, there's an Alpha. isn't there an Alpha Wolf in Noah, the though? Alpha under a hood? Wolf? I don't know. Yeah, I don't the know. Alpha Wolf. Well, that's uh, fucking stupid. But like, if you listen... <laughs> If you listen to Disco Inferno, he's, he can speak English, so he'll be a star. Oh, um, was this a Triple H uh, doing, or was this a... He just signed with Triple the, H. The other guy. What other guy? Tony Khan. Tony Khan? Vin- Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Vincent. You're mouthing Vincent Kennedy McMahon to me? I didn't. I wasn't sure if that was like some of your big news that you wanted to Well, be like, we will oh. be talking. Yes, this is that was, Brett was making a joke talking yeah. about Carl Fredericks first. No, he got signed to NXT by Triple H, yeah. Carl Fredericks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fredericks. It's a, that's, an easy, that's an easy one. Yeah, I just didn't listen all the way. Okay. So, I like that. I'm into that. Yeah, that's a good fit. I like that for yeah. Carl Fredericks. What other what other news do we have to talk about before um, we get into the big news? There's rumors that Switchblade is done with New Japan. Yeah, so that's interesting too. Uh, is it? It is. How do you feel about Switchblade? Do you like Switchblade Jay White? Switchblade Jay White. Do you breathe with the Switchblade, yeah. Michelle? Are you a knife pervert? What the hell is a knife pervert? <laughs> Switchblade Jay White. That's the fans of Switchblade Jay White. We're knife. They're knife perverts. Yeah. Chuck. No. What? Chuck Pyshevsky's a, a knife pervert. Yeah. He was the first knife he pervert. He was. Yeah, he was he was he was big on the knife perversion before a lot of us. Uh <laughs> so we were just talking about this like a couple weeks ago because there because it's him, Hikaleo, and the Loser Leaves Japan match. Uh New Japan match. And but it's gonna be in the US? No. No, it's, it's not it's Japan. not on that battle of whatever. No, it's one of the oh, okay. I think it's at the new beginning in Osaka. Oh, okay. Uh Hikaleo we know for sure. Well, you would think. You would think. Who knows? Uh, and yeah, Jay White. Seemingly, we thought we had a seven-year contract, but I guess maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, I, I can certainly see being upset that you're just going to lose to Okada every year. <laughs> yeah. At Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I don't blame the company for that. Okada rules. Uh, Jay White will be interesting. I'm shocked that the, it's not AEW, but they're so bloated. He wouldn't do anything well, there either. They don't know. They just said going to America. Yeah, they don't know. Interesting. WWE or AEW. Interesting. I mean, he wouldn't be bad in AEW. No, I think it'd be and great. be able to work some like indies and stuff. Yeah, I mean that'd be interesting. He certainly be if he goes to WWE, he's not going to be put placed in as a top guy. If he goes to AEW, he will be. They need a top heel. Yeah, or I should say heel at the top of the card anyway. In so, AEW, yeah, because yeah, the one they have fucking stinks. Yeah, um, real bad. But yeah, I mean, I like I like Jay White. I, you know, he's not my favorite dude. I think he's really developed himself. Um, but you know, who knows? But so, I get it. New would, Japan's gonna have some issues though if they keep losing talent like this. Yeah, I know their contracts. They used to just go year by year, mm-hmm. but not anymore. Well, the TV, I know the network's to... upset. Everybody's gonna be leaving. That's why they broke up Suzuki Goon. So yeah, I know after the whole. Um, Gallows, Anderson, Nakamura, and AJ right. leaving all at right. once. That kind of well, and there's hurt the them. the rumor of of Tamatonga leaving too. Yeah, and I guess and I didn't realize this, but the other the other 
uh, Tongan brother was already in the E. He was Camacho yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's weird. Michelle, that's Switchblade J. White. Hmm. Thoughts? Um, no. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> so, nope. All right. Uh, so uh, I, there's there's no other news. Let's we're gonna get down to the to the brass tacks yeah, here. We might as well. The, the uh, biggest news of the week. Yeah, you know, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. Now right. it's from March 31st. Uh, they add, they added they added uh, Samoa Joe versus Morishima oh. to the to the honor, to the, to honor to the club. Supercard of Honor. What to Honor Club? Yeah. Uh, so huge I, news. Yeah. Huge um, alert. The first and think seemingly only thing from 2007 yeah. up on there. Uh, a legit like thing before the actual stuff yes. uh bald ftr mm-hmm. on his podcast said that ftr has kind of taken a couple they, months yes off. they took time off they asked for time off tv to probably just evaluate some things until their contracts are up and then they won't they may or may not be back or until cm punk's healthy enough right yeah i mean he literally did break his tailbone and wrestle a match afterwards yeah. so Ugh. let him let him go home for a bit uh yeah. they keep saying like he's not going to wrestle in five years like they're done and I'm it like, is weird how they keep saying right. That. Well, and he's 38. Yeah, so he's my age. Uh, you know, they've he's got only, a young daughter. They've only been know. a team for 10 years, which is interesting. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know that they have the 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 legacy that he thinks they have, but they're really good. They have had a hell of a run. Uh, I've listened. I've been listening to his podcast a little bit. He's kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, and he also said, came out with that statement, like, I know some people, I heard some people were mad at me, or at least whoever stooges everything off to Meltzer is mad at me, and whatever. And he's like, I don't, I'm just, I'm, he's one of those, I'm, what are you mad about? I'm just telling the truth. And he's like that kind of guy where, where like, he'll just walk up to you and be like, yo, you're a douchebag. Yo, don't get mad. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> you know? Like, yo, your cooking fucking sucks. Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, that's the kind of dude that bald FTR is. Uh, so while I support that, while as much br- brutal honesty, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even know if it's brutal honesty. Uh, but he does. I don't. I just don't understand why we need to be brutal to each other. He does have half. I'm a, all for gentle honesty. Yeah. Aww, he I'm does have adorable. half his head up CM Punk's <laughs> asshole still. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think as 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 a fan of wrestling and as an understander of wrestling, uh, there is too much money on that goddamn table for them all not to fucking suck it up and play ball uh, at least huh? fucking once. Uh, so if that match were to happen, right, it would be right it's, ginormous. Right, you could, it's just you could sell out the Tokyo Dome from yeah. here. Like it's the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, uh, I hope it happens. The bald FTR Michelle is saying that uh, he wants. FTR. Aren't they both bald? No. no. Uh, they're no. friends with CM Punk, and CM Punk wants to wants to make good and make money off of this. And Punk wants to come back when he's healthy and do Punk and FTR versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. But everyone's saying Omega and the Young Bucks aren't going to go for it because they hate CM Punk too much. But it's wrestling. There's too much money. But the, too see, much the money. thing is, too, I like this idea. I like what CM Punk is doing here because he's like laying it all out like, oh, yeah. I'll forgive. I'll I'll apologize. I don't care. I mm-hmm. okay. Blah blah blah. He came out and said so it. He he's, said he said I'll apologize if they apologize. Yeah, and so he's making them look like dicks, and they I are dicks. appreciate yeah. that yeah. about him. I also think that he should. Um, he knows to, how to play the game. Yeah, he should monetize this by putting out a line of muffins. <laughs> I would eat a. I need to see him punk muffin. You would. Yeah. Um. That'd be, that'd be delicious. Um. All right. I guess the real stuff. The real stuff. Uh, what was it? Tuesday, uh, was it? yeah, Monday or Tuesday, 
Stephanie McMahon officially stepped down yes. as co-CEO. Right. And she was gone from the company before all the Vince shit happened. She was gone for like three weeks. Right. And then, yes. and then it happened. Yes. Um, so she steps down as... Because oh, she had to leave the company before she tipped everyone off about her dad's <laughs> misdeeds. Yeah. So allegedly. So she stepped alleged down... Alleged misdeeds. All of that's allegedly. Don't sue me. <laughs> she steps down as co-CEO... Um, and says, not only am I stepping down from my position, I'm completely resigning from the company. Yes. Uh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Time to go enjoy it from the other side of the guardrail, as time, she said. Time to, go, time to go home and be a single mom. Yeah, certainly. Um, so, yeah. Allegedly. What, alle- also allegedly. Also allegedly. Yeah. Also allegedly. Well, that people have been speculating about that for like the last 18 months. Yes. Um, so I called one nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred this I, week. Uh, I saw, and I got a bunch of the other rumors oh, going around. Oh, I saw. So, or I've heard. I yeah. was listening in on the call. Yeah. Um, mean Gene hooked me up. Thank you, Mean Gene. Mean by God, Gene. <laughs> Woo. So when when that came out the other night, um, that was kind of like weird red flags started flying immediately. Yes. Um, you know, for her to not just step down and like go back to like her whatever position she was before uh-huh. just to absolute jump ship and right. say you know what i'm fucking out of here to, there's not to make sure there's seemingly at that point not a mcmahon involved necessarily well because before that vince had forced himself as executive be executive chairman of the board <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, blackmailed the company to become executive oh, vince. chairman what again. a what a shit bag it is interesting too that she's totally left the company because if mm-hmm. i know anything about wrestling she could have been like the executive vice president of chairs or the executive vice president <laughs> of like the room in the back that nobody goes into or mm-hmm. you know yeah, she right. could have made up any position for yeah. herself right. so yeah just for her to bail mm-hmm. you know yeah that's not great right um i forgot who i was listening to but they said that's not really great for a lot of the wrestlers because sure. she was kind of one of the people who actually stuck up for them right well and she's gonna go work with gcw i would ugh, mm-hmm. god damn it um and then that night that's where Twitter exploded a couple of hours later. Yeah, with um, saying that uh, the Saudis bought WWE. Rumor, well, it, rumor and speculation, right? So it starts off with every, uh, and again, I say this uh, air quotes wrestling journalists. Uh, I always make sure I qualify that when I'm explaining wrestling journalists and wrestling journalism to Michelle. Um, I, I mean, you didn't have to because I know that's not a real thing. But they came out and said, like, the prominent ones, the blue checkmarked ones came out and some other, like, room, common rumor mill people were like. That blue checkmark only costs, like, $11 uh, a true. month yeah. now. Big. So. True. Hashtag big if true. You know, uh, if what I'm hearing is real, this is yeah. giant. Eyeball emoji. Yeah, eyeball emoji. Major news imminent. You know. And then everybody gets rolling. I had fun with it. Uh, you know, I. Uh, Posted a picture from the last Nitro and was like, I, I don't give a shit. Like, do whatever you got to do. Sure. Like, I feel bad for the roster people that are all caught up in this mess. But, like, let's get some WCW revenge here. Let's fucking, yeah. you know. But, uh. Yeah, then the yeah. next morning it kind of comes out that, oh, we pump the brakes, everyone. Right. So, it, 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 from, like, the overnight, like, until around, like, 1 a.m., it, it boiled over into a giant, the Saudis have bought it, the deal's already done, it's going private, they're installing Vince as, as president, CEO, and head of creative, 
uh, you know, they're they're financing the buyback scheme. Maybe maybe they're not buying the company, but they're 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 funding the buyback and installing Vince as as yeah. oh sole owner again. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then you woke up in the morning and everybody's like, "Hey, uh, this was bad on us." Yeah. Uh, and in fact, nothing has happened. Yeah, and you wonder if that got floated out there to test public That's what reaction. What it seems like to me. Oh, which obviously is super I, negative. It's this uh, to me. It would be see how the networks reacted, how the advertisers reacted, and jump yeah. to you know they're gonna bail. Yeah, if that they're, if it right. happens, they're bailing. Right. If I know anything though about buying or selling a company, too, it it takes a long time. So like, sure, it's not something that you just announce overnight. There's a due diligence process, right. and you have Absolutely. like financing concerns you right, have to figure I, out i think everybody's so you can't jumpy. just be like i'm gonna buy this right. company tomorrow everybody's jumpy because of uh fucking musk what he did with twitter right yeah so that's got everybody yeah, on look at edge. how long that took mm-hmm. right but you know if you have the billions like we know these people do and you and you declare you're going to buy something or someone declares that you've bought it i think it's reasonable to say that the 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 wheels are in motion the gears are turning yeah. yeah um i would imagine that the royal family of saudi arabia makes elon musk look poor right especially after all the money elon has lost recently that's like uh-huh. that's, that's old elon's almost back to just having walking around emeralds in his pocket yeah um so yeah, that i mean that's old like yeah but old uh royalty money but yeah i don't i don't <laughs> real see, money yeah i don't see the advertisers staying around. I could definitely see a network like being fine with it because it's not like the Saudis are gonna run it. Not it's not like they're gonna install the Saudi president and you know all that. Uh, but I, I could see the advertisers not wanting to be associated. Well, I look at that um, live golf, the golf thing, right? Yeah, nobody picked nobody that picked up. it up, right? They're yeah, hands fucking off. Right. And listen, it, they're paying the golfers. Yes. An insane amount of money, right. which they should. Well, be and they paid. just bought what Christian Ronaldo for soccer too. That I'm not sure of. Yeah, uh, they did. But you know, at, networks want nothing to do with it. They right. won't air it. The nothing. Uh, right. It's the just difference, hands off, is that WWE is a proven commodity. So if they were to buy it and just rake in the money and let somebody else run it, I think it'd be a little bit of a different situation. I think the networks would keep it. I think it would make some advertisers shaky. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. They employ a lot of women. And but, yeah. Right. So that's the thing. If they, if they change the policies on the women's division, you know, I think the company would absolutely lose Sami Zayn and probably Kevin Owens and potentially Roman Reigns. Because yeah. Roman had stood up about the anti-Saudi shows a little bit here and there, too. I think he's gone. He's worked them, though. Yeah. Um. So that would be really interesting. Sammy and Kevin are the two that are like, right. well, absolutely not, because right. Sammy can't. I mean, right. I mean, Sammy Siri, they would yeah. they would kill him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know the Saudis, everybody. Oh, what's the big deal? You see all these people. You know, the not that we want to be a political podcast here, but you know, uh, the Saudi the Saudi Arabia has a history of you know beheading you for being gay or killing women. And or torturing women. And right. or just a human rights. Just yeah. they are, they are a general. human rights yeah. nightmare. And I actually saw somebody say, oh, it's not like they were owned by some great person before. Vince McMahon, <laughs> serial philanderer, is much different uh, yeah. than the Saudis. It's, it's um, a lot fucking the, different. I think the bigger thing to me is all these networks who are in bed with the WWE right now, with Fox with SmackDown and NBC with The Cock. 
uh, and USA Network, like if NBC is in the running and they're in the pool to buy, well, it's it's NBC Universal. That's USA right. Network. Yeah, it's so, okay. They're yeah. the same. So, yeah. I, them having an agreement to have the network and all that with a publicly traded company is one thing. I don't know how much they'd be like, oh yeah, I'll work with you, private owner. Yeah. To make sure you know they would just say, we don't need you. Yep. Go get out of here. Uh, and then it becomes, is there a WWE network again? Do they go only on the network? Is that how that, you know, it, cause here's the thing you want to keep running these shows. You want to make the network super fucking popular is put Raw and SmackDown on the network, on the WWE network, on an app. And people are going to flock to there because they're going to want to see wrestling. Um, but I think they're good. They lose a lot of viewers. I think they would. Absolutely. I wouldn't want to pay $9 but, a month to watch Raw and SmackDown. No, absolutely I not. Wouldn't. But. You know, it'll be, it'll be I wouldn't really want to get paid $9 a month to watch Ron SmackDown. <laughs> it, but it'll be I'm really not, interesting. I'm at that point. Yeah, too. more on that later. I watched a little bit of Raw. Um, but it's it's a really interesting thing. I think we all just need to let it all play out. Yeah. Uh, it, can, I think we can all agree that the Saudis are probably number one uh, yeah. to buy it. You know, who has the bankroll immediately available? And, NBC Universal has a shit ton of money. And they're going to, the thing is, they're going to grossly overpay. Right. And, we, right. and who is Vince going to sell to? The highest bidder. Right. And, and whoever's going to keep him in power. The Saudis are also the only people yeah. that are going to be willing to reinstall him as head honcho of everything. Right, but it's still a publicly traded company. And so there are a lot of rules that govern a sale. Right. You have sure. to be acting in this the uh, shareholders' best interest. Yeah, but when, when they pay, Vin- but when they pay them out, then there's no safe for them I know at all. Vince already got sued in a civil yeah. suit in, I think, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Well, Over so, this. like, it's not always in the best interest of a company to go private. Right. It's not like, you know, that's right, not but a, they'll do the same thing Musk guarantee. did and wildly overpay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, what I, is I, WWE valued at? Five billion. Know? Yeah. They're just the, the TV rights mm-hmm. alone are yeah. massive. Yeah, five billion. So it'll be interesting. Uh, and I know Shad and Tony Connor in the pool. It's uh, not going to happen. That's just that's just them. I think ribbing a little bit, turning that screw. They the sad thing is they can do. They it. could do it. They'd have to get some financial backers well, to help fund yeah, it. But of course, but they can do it. Uh, I don't. That's what billionaires do. Yeah, right. Exactly. You don't, you don't just write a check. Here you go, sir. Two billion. Yeah. You know, just you go to the banks. So, but uh, yeah, that's you know, it, it's gonna be a wild time. Uh, all because Vincent Payne got caught with his dick in the cookie jar, uh, and threw a shit fit about it. Like it's honestly what it is, right? I mean, yeah. if if Vince doesn't get caught and doesn't get bounced for spending all this money to cover up his affairs. Yeah, he doesn't sell this company. He hands his company down to his kids in 10 years yeah. when he dies, or 20 years when he dies at 197 years old. His mother right? did live to be 101. Um, but because he got caught and then sat at home and saw that people were talking about how much they liked the company again and how they liked it without him yeah. and everything, and nobody missed Vince. Vince got a wild hair up his ass, got convinced by his... Very high-powered lawyers that he got a raw deal and he could have just waited it out. Just took some time off, would have blown over, and he could have come back in. Instead, has a, has a hissy fit, blackmails the company, extorts the company to put him back on the board. Uh, and then it all because he got caught with his pants down. It's amazing. It is an amazing temper tantrum. Yeah, it's certainly like, at a Saudi, level I haven't seen like, before. <laughs> Saudi Arabia is going to own the WWE. Because, Allegedly. because Vince McMahon paid a million dollars to some broad he was banging and didn't want anybody to know about. 
Allegedly. No, that's true. They proved that. <laughs> yeah, that part's been proven. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, allegedly. I'm it's mad. remarkable. Like it's it's really really is. It's crazy. It's if you think about the that company, the history of wrestling is completely tied up in Vince McMahon now. Sure, all of it. Yeah. It, not and like I could talk about his dad all the way through. To Vince all those years, but they then the ownership of, of NWA that they own, well, WCW, but, you know, Billy Corgan sure. doesn't own the NWA like we know the NWA. Um, oh, Billiam. But, like, all of that getting sold to someone who's never been potentially involved in WWE, even if it's NBC or whatever, uh, to be not in the McMahon family. Like, if I told you a year ago that the WWE in a year – or two years, will not be owned by a McMahon. You would laugh at me. Yeah, I would have said, oh, Vince must have died. Right. And instead, it's, it could potentially be owned by Saudi Arabia. <laughs> because wild, he got man. caught cheating on his wife, which we all know he fucking did anyway. Yeah. And nobody would have gave a shit if he didn't use company money. When he had his own fucking yeah. money to pay people and I know off the, with. I know they've been separated a long yeah. time, too. But it's amazing. If he just used his own fucking money. Nobody cares, and he yep. gets to continue ruining his product. That's Vinnie Mac. It's absolutely insane. Well, he's an absolutely insane. You really, you, you can't write this shit. You really couldn't. No, he's fucking nuts, It's man. amazing. Yeah. I also heard that Eric Bischoff was going to buy the WWE, but the check didn't clear at the last minute. Um, <clears throat> all right. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Are we ready to get into this Michelle, business? are you ready? I'm ready. Break it down, Barrett. No, sorry. Uh... Hey Michelle. <laughs> uh Royal Rumble nineteen ninety three is happening, Michelle. It's happened. It happened thirty years ago. Coming to you live from the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. Right. January twenty fourth, nineteen ninety three. So it's the thirtieth thirtieth anniversary. Anniversary of the ninety three Rumble. Michelle, how does that make you feel? As she yawns. Old. Okay. It makes me feel old. Good. Oh. <laughs> well, all right. Um Real quick, do you want to just uh, give any thoughts on the undercard? Yeah, so I'm going to run down the undercard. We What's did an show undercard? The, the matches before the before the main wow. event. So we did show Michelle the the participants in all of this, and I would like her opinions because these most of these, or I guess all of these gentlemen, do not. Nobody double dips into the nope, rumble. Nobody. So that's. Oh, should I turn my chair and get really, really close to your face so that we're like the commentary team? Who are the commentary team? I don't remember. Gorilla Monsoon and. Bobby Monsoon. <laughs> Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby Monsoon. Yeah. Bobby Bobby the Brain. Bobby, Bobby Hernia. Bobby the Stain. Bobby the Stain. Bobby Hernia. Um I was too very preoccupied with his suit and you, whatever like the glittery uh, things me, like bananas or let me just spiders. Say this I don't right know. now. I don't know if you've ever asked me a better question than do you want to be Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan together? <laughs> Like, yeah. If you like wanted to, the two are kind of set up like Gorilla and Bobby right now. Right, we have to get really close. This is terrible podcasting. Nobody can see this. We have to get really close. I have to use your microphone. Oh, you have to use the same microphone. This is wildly inappropriate. I feel like I should leave the room for this. Should I leave the room? Uh, Am I about to see an an act? You're supposed to be leaning forward. This is the best I can do. This is terrible podcasting. Nobody can see this. This is just making bread uncomfortable. I'm going to use your microphone. This is only making. This is only making Brett well, uncomfortable. Well, but it didn't make him uncomfortable when it was on TV with uh, no. the two of them. <laughs> no, it didn't. And then I'm going to get really excited in your face. Wow. 
Um, you are really excited about wrestling, so that works. Uh, so, Michelle, uh, that's me. You get the, we're gonna buy you a maroon jacket. You're gonna be Gorilla Monsoon. Yes, I'm gonna bleach my hair. I'm gonna be Bobby the Brain Heenan. We're gonna give you like rose colored glasses. I think I'm insulted. I had that. a much different plan for for next for this year's LVAC Halloween edition, but I think we've just solved it. Yeah, yeah. You want to be Bobby instead? I'll be Gorilla. Yeah, Bobby and Gorilla. I don't know. Who I am I the taller of the two, so that I is that true. Makes sense. I don't know who I want to be. Okay, we'll we'll bring it back later. I want to be Mean Gene. <laughs> <laughs> you, you yes, do love that's mean true. Gene. You do love Mean Gene. <laughs> I uh, do. He's like the mom of the back. <laughs> so he's the he's the dead <laughs> mother of the WWE yeah, backstage. He is. He's, yeah, he's the dead mother. He's the house mom. So yeah, exactly. All right. So opener on Royal Rumble '93. Michelle uh, Beverly Brothers versus the Steiner Brothers in a battle of brothers. What do you remember about the Beverly Brothers? They were very shiny. What do you remember about the Steiner Brothers? Nothing. Okay. Great. They came out to their carousel music. Yeah. Right. Oh, they did have carousel music. Yeah, it was very weird. It it's supposed was to like be a, like the Michigan fight song. Yeah. I felt like I was at a high school marching right. band. Uh, so, really quick. Competition? Um, <laughs> what do marching bands do? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they, they compete. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> of this match, uh, Bobby Heenan on commentary asks why Rick Steiner's wearing earmuffs and why he's allowed to wear them. Yeah. Uh, very funny because he wears the wrestler's head, the ear protector thinger for head wrestlers. Gear. So you don't get so color flowers. Yeah, right. It's very funny. Thank you. It's very funny. Uh, after that, <laughs> we big, get the Sean and joke. Marty Janetti recap, and there's an anniversary of that also. That's like today, right? Literally, as we record. As we record. This uh, day in wrestling 30, history. Thirty-one years. Listen to that odds. They'll cover it. Thirty-two years. Whatever 31. it happens to be. Um. So, uh, Michelle, Sean and Marty recap. What was your favorite part? Was it when Marty Jannetty, like a coward, tried to run through the barbershop window to go what and get away from John Michaels? Or was it when Sensational Sherry got the mirror broken over her face and actually got glass in her eye? Or so, was it the part where you asked if Sherry Martell was on a bunch of barbiturates? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to say yes. She did not look totally aware of her surroundings, okay. we'll say. Well, she's heartbroken um, over, yeah. over, she was torn over who to... Who to to root for who's corner to be in she didn't seem super torn she seemed super stoned okay um probably from all that glass in her eye she got the year before probably what uh what were your opinions on marty Janetti's gear in this match are like there's so many questions coming mm-hmm. at me and i don't remember who all these people are so this is the guy that's fighting sean michael yeah yes uh what his gear did like didn't he have like his weird stretchy jeans like shoved into his boots <laughs> so he did at one, at one point in the promo that was that was in the, that was in the lead up when he gets the happy yeah feet to i fight felt Shawn like Michaels. he was dressed like napoleon dynamite that's yeah that's my impression no, but the, of him. the white the white yarn gear yeah Oh, the fringy thing. Yeah. Was like, I felt like it was a cultural appropriation, but I don't know from what culture. Yeah. You said it also looked like uh, he had a bunch of spaghetti. It, he looked off. like it was spaghetti. Yeah. He looked like a <laughs> colander full of spaghetti. Yeah. It was uh, weird. He looked like one continuous fringe. Yeah. Like it was just one fringe just Never wrapped ended. around his body a hundred times. Yeah. And then it had like weird bands of like yes. not fringe because. That's you know, a, that's one of like an all time worst. It's really gear. terrible. It is, There's it a Twitter account bad. called like worst attires in WWE history. They need to post that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that okay? one needs to be up Stop there. Stop posting Ahmed Johnson. Stop posting right. Warbonnet Hogan. Yeah. 
Stop posting they Bret posted Hart. They posted Warbonnet Hogan? Yeah. I'm fucking believe. Was I, that, that was strike one, huh? Yeah, that was strike one. Okay. And then, then they posted uh, Shorty Brett. I saw the yeah, Shorty Tights Brett. Those yams, why, don't they wanna, why don't they want to post Spaghetti? They should. He, he probably doesn't. Spaghetti Genetti. Yeah, 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 Spaghetti Genetti. Yeah, Spaghetti Genetti. There you go. Huh? There you go. Remember Marty Genetti in a Dusty Halloween? Wait, what's your what's your Genetti <laughs> policy? <laughs> oh, dusty Halloween. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, That's a deep cut. That sure is. <laughs> is that still out there anywhere? I... Uh, could probably find it. You could probably find it. It's gotta be. Uh-huh. Uh, so the, my favorite thing about this when they do the lead up to is, or at the finish is when Sean hits Marty uh, after the accidental Sherry distraction. Uh, he beats Marty with his patented crescent kick. Uh-huh. Not yet named the sweet chin music. Nope. That was yeah. My favorite part of this was when they go in the back to the barber <laughs> shop and uh, I, Sherry just is back there. And no, then, they're not in the barbershop. That was that was yeah. the earlier thing. Yeah, they just go the backstage area because so Sherry like, Sherry accidentally hits Marty with her high heel and is very upset that she helped Sean right, win. She so she high tails to the back. And Mean Gene is like, "You're hysterical." <laughs> yeah, Sherry, damn it, yeah. Sherry, damn it, stop it. You're yeah. hysterical. Right. That was my favorite part of yeah. the whole thing. Mean Gene rocks. Mean Gene's awesome. He's a madman. I don't know. I yeah. like him. Yeah. He just wants everybody to calm down. He's just trying to keep it uh, peaceful backstage. Right. He, yeah. he doesn't want you to smoke. No. no. Backstage. He's sick of signs falling right. over. Right. The cage is just too dangerous. Right. <laughs> that's mean by God, Woo Gene. He's so cool. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Big Boss Man, which is a quintessential big meaty men slap a meat match. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody the other day online say that Bam Bam Bigelow was overrated and not a good wrestler. Who's that? I don't know who, who said, said that. I blocked him. I don't know who okay. it was. I'll say send it uh, my way. I'll, yeah, because that's fucking I'll go bullshit. on a big long rant uh, about that. I love Bam Bam. Same thing about, about boss, boss Man here. Boss uh, Man. Big Bubber, Ray Trailer, also awesome. Uh, not much to this match. Uh, you were confused by Bam Bam's pajamas. He was, yeah. the, he was the guy with the, the flames, uh, the flames with the on flames. Yeah. yeah, I remember him, and then he was fighting the big guy with the Confederate flag uh, yeah. arm patch. Well, Bam Bam Bigelow won, Bam Bam won the match. Yes. Good. So Bam Bam Bigelow also wrestled, Win for the North. Wa- wrestled Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> He's from uh, New Jersey. Yeah. He's a beast from the East. Raspberry Park. Raspberry Park. Take that. <laughs> South. Uh, <laughs> Jesus fuck yeah <laughs> this is the shit i came here all for. Right. fuck yeah uh, all right one more match before the the rumble we got razor ramon the bad guy oozing with my cheese versus mr hitman himself brett the hitman oh, Hart. yeah what a fucking legend what what are your thoughts this is the all pink hitman with the pink entrance jacket and the all red razor both dynamite looks for both of them. Yeah. I don't I Razor Ramon I think I said this before. He looked like the like the the bad guy in a Disney movie who's right. like he was the bad like guy. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Or um I don't know, who's the who's in Frozen? I don't know. I don't know. There's Sven? a there's a Olaf there's a snowman. That's, that's, no, that's, that's a snowman. The snowman. You wanna build a snowman? I don't, I don't know. know the rest of it. I don't know. Is that, uh, I think that's one of the songs, right? Did you like the part where uh, Bret Hart went and gave his sunglasses to the kid, and 30 seconds later, Razor Ramon threw a toothpick in that same kid's face? <laughs> threw, yeah, he threw a toothpick in that kid's face. That, <laughs> that was, was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I did appreciate that. And that kid was like, I don't fucking care. I have these sunglasses. Yeah. 
which I was going to say, I'm happy you saw it. You asked, uh, does he pre-autograph you the sunglasses? You couldn't see they were pre-autographed back in the day. No. That takes an HD TV. That's HD. An and HD. Dude, when, I, when you saw it, you go, what a fucking legend. What a fucking pro. <laughs> what a goddamn legend. Because, like, giving the glasses is enough. But having them fucking pre-autographed? Yeah. Holy shit. Come on. Just incredible. Absolute fucking legend. Brett Brett the Man Artist. Plus he's a Simpson. He is. He's a fucking Simpson. He's absolutely a Simpson. You got one of these, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Ric Flair, you've never been on Simpsons. Yeah. Don't don't feel sorry for him. Don't feel sorry for him. (laughs) He's never been on Simpsons. Oh, he's so cool. Bret Hart's the coolest. So, Royal Rumble time, Michelle. What are you here for? No, it is not. Oh, shit, that's right. Because we get uh, get one of numerous debuts at this Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble of 1993. Uh, We get the, the most important debut, dare I say. The debut of, depending on who you ask, the narcissist Lex Luger. If you read it, the narcissist Lex Luger, if you're at any point in his career post this debut, it's the narcissist. But for Bobby the Brain Heenan's sake, it's the narcissist. He's now so good at reading. Let him go. Luger. What did you think about Lex Luger, Michelle? Let's talk about the narcissist Lex Luger. His buys, his tries, and his thighs. For one, I think that they put three women in evening gowns. They planted them in the audience. No, come on. They were tipped off that the narcissist was going to debut, and so they knew. Bobby Monsoon could be like... Bobby Monsoon. <laughs> oh, look at how, like, ladies, what do I you think? And then the they were like, like Gorilla yeah. Monsoon and Bobby Heenan are common law oh, married. That'd be so cool. That, that, that's think, a sitcom, well, they, I mean, yeah. they were in love. They were like they really are. close. They certainly they, they were. were in love. They certainly yeah. were. They were really, their yeah. faces were really close. I yes. thought that they might kiss. And uh, the, the little one was the, very intently staring into the other actually, man's they were face. Very close friends in real life, yeah. too. So, yes. But anyway, the narcissist. Let's talk yeah, about that, his thighs. That was my favorite part, though, was when the, the women in the crowd, when he was like, what do you think, ladies? And then they, like, pan to these three women totally out of place oh. in evening dr- dresses. <laughs> and they're all, like, nodding, like, oh, Yes. Yeah. Wait, you don't. Yes. Women, but when women go to to this day, when women go to wrestling shows, they have to wear evening dresses. Yeah, you yeah. know that's I mean, required. We're supposed to wear evening dresses everywhere. Yeah, it's required. That's why we don't have pockets in our clothing. Very true. It's our punishment for not wearing evening gowns. So. And we're just there to agree with men when they ask us, "What do you think?" And we're just like, "Oh yes." Correct. <laughs> so well, all right. So Lex Luger, handsome or not? No, his face is a real bummer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Who, who's more handsome, Bobby the Brain Heenan or Lex Luger? I'd have to see a picture of that okay. other guy, but I would, I would guess uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Monsoon Bobby or Lex Luger. Yeah, I would have to see a picture. I don't remember his face. All right. Well. DJ's gonna pull I'm working on he's, it. He's working on it. Let's go, DJ. Um, All right. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, he's better looking. Okay. All right. His face is better. Okay. I like it. Good. He's got a better face. Good to know. It's all about the face, right? It is. That's right. That's why she's with me. <laughs> all face, baby. You, you, yeah. It's not. You need a good face. That was... Thank you for that. What? I was going to say something filthy and then I decided to censor myself. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Whatever. All right. All right. Fine. You're not required to do that. You're allowed to curse on this show. Yeah, you are allowed. Um, yeah, it wasn't a curse so uh, much. Okay. Oh, it was boy. just an inappropriate statement that I'm not going to make. Okay. Interesting. We're going to move on. Let's move on. Call 1 900 909 9900 to find out <laughs> yeah. what inappropriate comments Michelle made about her husband tonight. It wasn't about you. Oh. Not everything's about now you. I feel even DJ. worse. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, Royal Rumble time. Michelle, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the participants. You're going to say a few words about each participant, what you remember about them. Um, number one entrant, Ric Flair. Uh, so I'm I'm just saying a couple words about Ric yeah. Flair. Well, just your quick thoughts. Um, I mean, my quick thoughts are like, I, I know a lot about Ric Flair. I, I've seen him other places. So like, you know, sure. Big star. All right. Entry number two, Bob Backlund. Okay, so this fucking guy, I did not care for. <laughs> Immediately, I did not like him. I don't know why. I didn't like his Weasley face. Uh, I didn't like that he had like an old timey boxer stance that seemed like, but he didn't know why it was he was supposed to be doing amateur it. wrestling. He he, it was terrible. It was stupid, and I didn't like him. And he brought nothing to the situation. So uh, no, no charisma. You you latched onto your hatred of of Bob Backlund. I hated him. It was right very away. quick, uh, and kept grilling me about him winning the Rumble. And I had to reassure you that he was not going to win the Rumble. I was pretty sure, he uh, was but win. I knew right away that he breaks the record and is in the Rumble for yeah. over an hour. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, Papa Shango eliminated almost instantly. He was in the match for twenty eight seconds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I guess, a bummer. I don't know. He's a uh, face paint. He's got face paint. I have an you know autographed skull by him. You downstairs. know who didn't have Papa Shango face paint? Me. DJ as a child. That's true, and I cried. Number four. Wait, didn't you say that he was another wrestler? He's the godfather. He's the godfather. Oh, that's right. Because you said you love the hose. I love the hose. I love the hoe train. <laughs> yeah. That's you said the hoe train's your favorite thing in wrestling. It's my favorite thing in wrestling. Well, I don't think that's true, though. More than Ashka? Yes. Huh. I like yeah. the hoe train. You like the hoe train. Okay. I, I get down with that. Right, note to self, never show Michelle the good father. Yeah, or smoke train Charles Wright. Right. What's the good father? Uh, he, well, train. he joins the group the Does right to censor no and becomes... He has no train. And becomes a, a nice gentleman. Yeah. Is that the same guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he just like found God or whatever? Yeah. Kind of. He hated it, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. I have no thoughts about him, except that he was fighting with Bert guy for like so long. <laughs> Bert guy. Bert? Yeah, Bob yeah. Backlund. Oh. oh yeah, Bob. I'm sorry, his name's Bert. Bob. And he, they were fighting for so long, and you call yourself the million dollar man. You can't even get that fucking idiot out. <laughs> Bert backpack, I believe you call them at yeah. some point. Uh, <laughs> Bert rack. Bert backrack. <laughs> the number five entrant, the nasty boy, Brian Nobbs. Sorry, Chad Snug. Chad Snugs. <laughs> That's perfect. Or uh, Brad Snug. <laughs> number six, Virgil. Do you remember anything about Virgil? He has Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> he is, and he made you the million dollar champion. As we king, informed you, and he's the king of meat, uh, meat sauce. Yeah. Uh, number seven, the king Jerry Lawler. No. Uh, he looked. He was dressed like a slot machine. <laughs> I, I, I this just, is like some all-time bad gear. It is, yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. bad. It's but a I mean, very weird year. 
He's he has extended his bad gear into a lifestyle though, so like that's the only thing. That's what defines him even now. Is he still around? You don't watch WWE. Lawler, yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah, he does like pay per view yeah. shows. At most is he still wearing point. Ed Hardy t shirts? Yeah, He's I'm the sure only he person in um, America still so wearing Ed Hardy t shirts. I have a question about this entire Rumble, just because my dates are are off. No one two three kid. No. Did that not happen yet? I don't believe so. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Because it's ninety three. I mean, it's the beginning of ninety three. Beginning of ninety three. So, but when does he get his Hasbro? Had the Hasbro's uh, end in ninety two. No, no. I think they ended in ninety three. Mm. Um, if you listen to this, this was the second to last appearance of Ric Flair in the WWF. Yeah, right. Because the next night on Raw was him versus Mister Perfect. Loser leaves WWF. Yes. So, um, all right, number eight, Max Moon. I don't remember there even being a Max Moon. Who's Max Moon? He was the guy that we explained was like... Uh, oh, he's the space alien. alien. Yeah, space alien. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was weird. Oh, Waltman doesn't have his tryout until April of 93. Yeah. So very close. He's close. To him I've never out. seen Tron, but I imagine that's what it would look like. You never saw Tron? No. Oh. Tron's pretty good. A lot more neon. Yeah. Tron is like more, neon more neon than that guy? Yeah. The neon guy? Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's terrifying. Because mm-hmm. that that guy was like electric blue. <laughs> Number nine, Mr. Grumpy, Janichiro Tenru. Oh, I – so I thought it was weird that like nobody – he just kind of like milled around for a yes. little while. And then just somebody chopped finally a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. I had a respectable I, show. He was in there for 13 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I don't know that the people people on the WWF roster in 1993 had the wherewithal to communicate with a Japanese-speaking man in a, in a match like the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah. considering that their other Japanese person was Samoan, I would guess no. Yes. Uh, number 10, Mr. Perfect. Oh, too much dick. <laughs> I felt like too, his dick was too much. Too much. Maybe dick. not enough. It was very prominently featured. I felt like it was right in my face and I couldn't not see it. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of dick. Yeah. I was very distracted dick. by okay. it. Uh, number 11, the alligator man, Skinner. Um, I feel like he was barely there. He didn't do much. He got eliminated. He was in there for three minutes. Yeah, he got eliminated fairly quickly. Yeah. For like 1993, though, it was weird how many people looked like they were just in like a Leonard Skinner cover band. So you described, a lot of you described this perfectly. Yes, this happened in 1993, but since it's WWF, they're a minimum of three to four years behind on the times. Yeah, it's like Canada. Yep. Yeah. It was still the 80s then. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling, uh, wrestling is still in the 80s. In the yeah, 90s. but hold, hold on though. <laughs> See, because Steve Kern... Used to the used to be a tag partner with Lauren Burbert's alleged real father, Sweet Stan Lane. So that's Skinner the Alligator Man. Okay. Okay. So this is Steve Kern when mm. he was in a sexy man tag yeah. team. Huh. Who were they? The fabulous ones? I no. believe so. Is that what they were? <laughs> All right. I feel like the WWE was playing uh fast and loose with the sexy. Well that sexy. that was in the end of the way. So, I don't know what that means. The fabulous ones. That's in there. And that's Lauren Bobert's alleged illegitimate daddy. Yeah, I would. But look at the shape he's in. They're not all handsome there. Either. Is he still alive? He is. We stand. I mean, I don't wish ill upon a lot of people, Stanley. but I hope that he is her father and I hope that he's just like, <laughs> fuck that bitch. I'm not ever going to talk to her. <laughs> Uh, we have entered number 12, Coco Beware. Mm-hmm. The Birdman. Yeah, so I have 
heard the name Coco Beware only from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> when they're talking about like pageantry and showmanship. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't remember exactly what they're talking about in that, but like that's what I think of like when I see like when I hear the name Coco Beware, I imagine Mac saying like showmanship and pageantry. Um but like why give him clown pants why did he have clown pants and then like later on owen hart is wearing the same clown pants that's because they were the tag team but like opposite colors yes they were were high energy yeah and then owen hart continued to wear those same pants for whatever reason when he became a part of the new foundation with anvil i think new foundation was before was it before He he liked the pants Oh, yeah, I guess it would be before this, because Brett's by himself, yeah. so yeah, new foundation, yeah. But they're the same pants. Yeah, same pants. Um, entrant number 13, head shrinker Samu. Yes. Yeah, you're good. Samoan, yeah. Samoan wild man. Yeah. Samu, it, I mean, underrated was, professional So wrestler. I noticed that he wasn't wearing shoes, and yes. I thought that was interesting. Well, because Samoans are savages. They don't wear shoes. Yeah. Well, that's offensive to everyone. Uh, number 14, the Berserker. This is the Viking guy. Oh, he had like a really big hair. I was really yeah, impressed. He's a big with guy. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, John, man, Nord, John Nord, big man. Yeah, that like his hair is really teased yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Number fifteen, like the, all Vikings. Yes, Vikings yeah. are notably known for their teased out hair. Yes. Yeah. Number fifteen, the Undertaker. Ooh, halfway through. He's wearing gloves for falconry, like he might handle <laughs> he always birds did. of he prey used afterwards. To. Anymore. Number sixteen. Notable. Wait, no, hold on though. Number fifty. You asked about Undertaker's urn. Oh no, yeah. I didn't. I I don't think I. Did. <laughs> you did because I had explained to you how. No, no I didn't. You explained it. to well, me. Well, because you said, that. "Is that is that urn bringing him back from the dead?" No, I just said, "Is the guy bringing him back from oh. the dead?" Oh, okay, okay, fine. I, number, because I think, number sixteen. I think um I feel like maybe all of them were a little confused about. The roles at a funeral, okay, because he's like the dead body, I guess, but like that's not what the Undertaker does. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Paul Bearer, like, that's a person who carries a casket, but then he's like bringing them back. And also, when did the Undertaker add a hat to his hole? He he uh, had the hat here too. They just because it's the Rumble and no entrances were being played. Yeah, you didn't come down in your entrance. Yeah, he just came because, out in your ring. Uh, like Coco Beware didn't have Frankie. The Berserker usually has a sword yeah. and a horned helmet. Like nobody was doing Macho Man. Did. So like Coco Beware has a parrot. Yes. And whoever else Yoko you just said too, has a sword. Yeah. An undertaker has a hat. A hat and a jacket. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a tie, big tie. Yeah. Yeah. And the urn and yeah. yeah. But the urn did come down with him. Well, with Paul Bear. Paul Bear. The model Rick Martel has has his arrogance. His arrogance, his perfume spray that he blinds people with. Yeah. Jake would have the snake. Jake's not in this, but uh, number sixteen, the that fucking stooge, Terry Taylor. Oh, in there for how long? Twenty four seconds. Good. Yeah, I kind of I don't really remember. That, that you know what? Better. Nobody does. Yeah. Good because uh, during this is when uh, the debut of the giant Gonzalez, who officially was not in the Rumble but did eliminate is the it, Undertaker. Did he come out this at this yes. moment? Yep. Because Harvey Whippleman rough. at this point is feuding with the Undertaker. Harvey Whippleman. That's yeah, his Harvey man- Whippleman. That's, that's Giant Gonzalez's manager, Harvey Whippleman. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, I did not know that. Um, this I, what, that was just bizarre. Bizarre. Why, why is he wearing? Um, also, I feel like we've missed people, but I guess no. they're just later. Yep. Um, 
why is he wearing like a suit, like a bodysuit that like has abs like painted on it? And then there's just like random patches of fur. That's Harvey Whippleman. So Michelle, as I as I explained to you, um, thirty years later, and people are still asking that same question. It was so like it, it. I mean, I think like it literally looked like he was gonna come out as a cast member of right. Cats. So this is sing memory. He's he's in WCW first. El Gigante. El Gigante first. Uh, it doesn't have any better ring gear. It's not as ridiculous, but it's not as good. So this is a guy who was brought in. So Ted Turner owned WCW and the Atlanta Hawks, the basketball team. Mm-hmm. And this was a guy who was brought in because he was seven foot five, whatever the fuck he is, as a basketball prospect. He was as eight feet tall. Yeah, as a basketball pro- prospect. That did not work out, but they had something to do with him because they had all this money invested in him. So they gave him over to professional wrestling. To which he washed out of two companies. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was awful, but I think he part is of, very bad throughout his entire career. But the the suit that they put him in was just so confusing. Yes. He is got I a Hasbro mean, out of it. He did. Where they made him I all beefy. They should have made him tall and skinny and painted it on, but they gave him actual muscles in yeah. the action figure. It was does he have bit... like a, he does? He has like a classic superstar. Yeah, so no, like no Mattel though. But he has a classic superstar yeah. with like the bodysuit soft goods and everything. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird. It was a little bit like when they gave everybody like CGI abs in 300. Yes. But like, yeah. He does make Undertaker worse. look very small. He does. He makes him look tiny. So, entry number 17 from the outer reaches of your mind, Damien Demento. I thought you said when he came out that his name was Damien Pimento, and I was very excited about that, but I <laughs> did not feel... going to be carrying cheese. Yeah, I didn't feel like... A loaf. Damien Demento, like, fit him, but I guess I it's because I think of Dr. Demento. He, yeah, he didn't do much in this match. You didn't even really get to see him. He's He comes out during El Gigante's belabored entrance. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't do much, but he's like a cool enough looking dude. His haircut's wild. Yeah, yeah. and he wore like you know, he had like the, the the little tassels everywhere. He wore like a big set of shoulder pads and kind of look almost like Mad Max ish kind of. Um, no, Shout like mask. Or anything, Shout out to but, Mondo Clean. Right. Um, entrance number eighteen. Erwin R. Scheister, IRS. Um, I think that's anti-Semitic. All right. Entrance number 19. That's, all, that's it? That's it? <laughs> that's that's it. All right. Entrance number 19. Tatanka. Oh, he had like the little poodle like yes. hair. Yes, he was the Native American warrior Tatanka. Pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Tatanka means buffalo in whatever bullshit language they claimed that, that he spoke. Yeah. Um, not that the, they just made all that shit up, but... um. Yeah, Tatanka, an Italian guy, still out there doing his thing. Had a good run, what, a decade ago well, again? Chris Chavis. Uh, his ring name is a Lakota word, which means bison. Oh, there you go. What was, remember he had that comeback in the WWE? 0507. Was that, was that, was that 0507? Yeah. Uh, what a what a run 15 plus years ago. Um, second run. Yeah, weird. Run. Uh, I was a big fan. My the only the only Hasbro I had remained remaining from my childhood was the Tonka, and he is he is the source of my biggest wrestling heartbreak. Yep, the, my first wrestling heartbreak. Entrance number twenty, the other nasty boy, Jerry Sags. Brad Snugs. <laughs> Entrance number twenty one, Typhoon. 
Uncle Fred. That looks like Uncle Fred. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I, there's some hard feelings here because I feel like he was partially responsible for me getting COVID. So, uh, but he's tugboat then. So yeah. It's, not, yeah, it's a different it's, guy. I totally mean, it's different. It's the same though because like I can't suspend my disbelief the same way that you do for wrestling. Okay. Um, and so like part of me is uh, just a little. You got heat with Uncle Fred. Yeah. Salty. So in the natural disasters are broken up at this point, right? Because they fight each other as soon as they enter. As soon as yeah, I don't. Quake I don't think they're. There. I don't think they're broken up yet though. I just think it's like an every man for okay. himself. Type deal, yeah. Um, all right, next number 22. Uh, the other head shrinker, Fatu, who went on to become Rikishi, or as you like to call him, Rafiki. Yep, I I don't really have any opinions. He also rattling, we gotta, we gotta, yeah, yeah. you were rattling off stuff every time. You're you're downplaying yourself. I don't think every time, though, I think you were. I don't think I had anything to say about him. I just I, I was paying more attention to the guy that was coming with him. Oh, Alpha. And you were also yeah, very pissed off that Bob Backwood was still with And the I was very pissed off about... It might have been at this background. point, again, where you were like, I'll ne- I, you actually said, I will vomit in your face if Bob Backwood yeah. wins this. I did say that. Yeah. And I stand by <laughs> and it. And then that you would never speak to me ever again. Yeah. yeah. You would just said, I'll never speak to yeah. you again if Bob Backlund wins. wins. I, I stand by as it. If, as if I hadn't seen this before, <laughs> as if 1993 hadn't already happened. I thought you were lying to me. Uh, absolutely. To keep me, about uh, Bob, uh, Michelle, watching. I would lie to you about a lot of things, but Bob Backlund is not one of them. <laughs> Oh boy! I don't, uh, I don't believe that. Entrance number twenty-three, the earthquake. <laughs> uh, he he had like um, it's a seismograph, a, like a yeah a seismograph, seismograph on his like stomach, and yeah. it looked like his stomach had a mouth, and I could not get over that. <laughs> I just I could not focus on anything yeah. else, uh, which really distracted me from what I should have been focused on, which was his hair, uh, because that was that was a. That was really something. All right, so we're gonna. Um, we're and gonna... then DJ informed me that he was like twenty four, yeah. and so at uh, this time, Michelle, he was twenty nine years old. Jesus there you go. Yeah, born Christ. in nineteen sixty three. He died. For, <laughs> he died in two thousand six at yeah. forty two years old. Uh, John Tenta on this show, uh, I talk about him often. One of my favorite wrestlers for real, underrated guy, uh, legitimate sumo in Japan, uh, which is pretty crazy. Uh, you can see him here as a young sumo in Japan without the beard. Uh, trained in Japan and came to the U.S. and uh, was a pretty big star. Rivaled the Hogan for a while and sort of bounced around. Uh, but uh, just a, an underrated dude, a guy I love a lot. Uh, John Tenta, whether it be John Tenta, whether it be the Canadian Earthquake, whether it be Earthquake, whether it be the Shark, uh, especially if it's Golga, uh, I... I just I have a lot of love for John Tenta, and I always will. And if he if any of his attires had worn full pants, I guess the shark wore the full shark pants. wore is a full pant guy. Uh, I would be I would have dressed as John Tenta instead, but tugboat was much easier to acquire the parts. Oh, do you want to go as Dungeon of Doom next year? <laughs> you could be John Tenta, and I'll be the Zodiac, <laughs> or I'll just be Kamala. Slap my belly. Yes. All right, number entrance twenty four. I want you to go somewhere as the booty man. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. I'll booty, go everywhere booty. as the booty man. Booty, 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 booty. <laughs> Carlos Cologne. Booty, 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 booty. I don't even remember him. Carlos he's, Cologne. He's very forgettable. He's booty. Yeah. That's yeah. why yeah. He, yeah. Stinks. he stinks. He's in the red singlet. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, most it of the people just, there didn't know him either. It kind of looked like a bathing suit, he, too. I don't yes. know. I think it's just, he, he was very small. And yeah. He famously owned and run, ran and still runs, as far as I know, the Puerto Rican territory. Yeah. So he is in charge of wrestling in Puerto Rico, where Bruce Brody got stabbed, and where allegedly Ric Flair and Roddy Piper got paid in a spittoon full of cocaine. Yes. Uh, this was like a, hey, we're, we have a working agreement. We send yep. guys there. You send guys here. We'll just put you in the rumble for the hell of it. Yeah. Uh, entrance number 25, El Matador, Tito Santana. Chico Santana. The Flying Jalapena. Oh, he was the he was the one that was dressed in green pants with pink socks. Right? That was he him, was, yes. He was the watermelon. <laughs> uh, the first one that came out. The watermelon, Tito Santana. Yeah. Yes. Arriba. I apply a lot of color theory to my uh, wrestling. It's true. I like it. And uh, yeah, that'll come into play that he has a watermelon <laughs> okay. later on. Number 26, the model Rick Martel. I honestly don't remember him coming out. He's in the pink. He was all pink. He's oh, just in the was pink. Was he in there for a long time? He's the final no, four. No, uh, he was in there for the final four. He lasted about 11 and a half yeah. minutes. Oh. The pink shorties. Yeah. With the dark hair, the, the big deep tan. Yeah. Former, wearing a lot you know, of uh, physique was, enhancer. You know, I was thinking something when we were watching this about Rick Martel. Uh, and it was because, like, last week, the week before, I talked about when I was reading that book about how Giant Baba had working agreements with AWA and NWA and was able to book Martel versus Flair, which I did post for, uh, yeah. from YouTube. And how big of a deal that was at the time. Like, they weren't doing that in the no, U.S. not at all. You can get those guys to agree to that at all. Uh, if... It's interesting because Martel isn't as famous, obviously, as Ric Flair. But taking a guy who was a very good wrestler, who was a WA champion, yeah, and making him the gimmick of the model, making him wear hot pink and spray perfume and wear berets, is like a, it's pretty close to a Spartacus level of like, fuck you, pal. Like, you know, it's like a, at, at minimum, it's as egregious as... Uh, Gladiator Farouk, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's on the level of making Tito Santana a bullfighter. Right. Like, it's like you just take these guys who were really good and, like, just impressive, well, well-rounded, well actual good wrestlers and going to Vince, you know, and Dusty the same thing with the polka dots, like, all that shit. Sure. Like, Vince just wanted to try and embarrass guys. And you know what? When I was a kid, the model was fucking over. Yeah. Like, he was over for me. Like, I hated Rick Martel. Yeah, me too, man. When he blinds the Jake, like all yeah. that shit. Like I hated Rick. So he did a hell of a job with that shit, but it's just, it's really interesting to think about how we, how people get so bad out of shape about Flair becoming Spartacus and making him cut his hair. And rightfully so. Yeah. I'm more mad about fucking gladiator Farouk because Ron Simmons deserved fucking better. And he got better. Farouk Assad, baby. But, um, yeah, it's just another one of those little fucking like Vince and whoever, I don't know, Brucey. Little fucking, let's rib these guys. You know, let's give them a dumb fucking name and see what they do. You know, Hector yeah. Guerrero coming in and just being the fucking gooker. Uh, it's like hazing. It, 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 essentially, yeah. yeah kind of, but you didn't, but you never got through it. Like, there was no end. He wasn't going to, like, keep you as the model for a little bit and then let you be something cool. You know, he was just going to fucking bury you. It's Unless crazy. you're Terry Taylor and you fucking deserve it, you piece of shit stooge. Well, but like, it's, it's, it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon is like an evil fucking billionaire. Yes. The Red like, Rooster is the only wrestling rib that I will that I will get upset about because yeah. fuck Terry Taylor. Absolutely. Entrant number 27, Yokozuna. 
There's a, I just, I don't know. I don't, so, weird. So Yoko's is another interesting one, right? Because, uh, you know, I'm with 93, right? So I'm nine or I'm eight when this happens. Uh, I'll be turning nine that later that year. Uh, Yokozuna was was an unreal character to me, like just unbelievable presence. Like you just you didn't see anybody. He legit weighed five hundred pounds up until this point. He hadn't been knocked off his feet. He was twenty six years old, right? There. <laughs> uh, you know, and you can go back and see him now. Great Kokina yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and how talented he was. But he really was this this just otherworldly being to to a, a kid like yeah, in oh. my age, and that's what it's aimed at. Nine years old. I'm right yeah. there. Uh, but so well, Michelle, at forty years old, I did not care. So for it. for, for your <laughs> behind the scenes stuff, so he dies very young. His weight yeah. continues to run out of control. Has a hard time getting it out of the ring. A very sad story. He's very close with the Undertaker. Undertaker and him were very close friends. Him, Undertaker, Papa Shango, Godfather are all very tight. Uh, best friends, uh, members of the BSK. They had their own little crew. Uh, but um. Just and he's Samoan, so he's like he is Roman Reigns' uncle. Yeah, I think right. Uh, I think he's the Usos' uncle. I think because he's he's so, there somewhere they they're yeah. all cousins, uncles, whatever. Uh, but he's from that same family. He's from the Rocks family. Roman Reigns, the Usos, Rikishi, all those Samu, Fatu, all yeah. those guys. Well, Fatu and Rikishi, same guy. But they're all in that same family, and it's this really crazy wrestling family. They're all super successful. Tamina, and it's not uh, Tamina, like she's right, part of Tamina. it. Right, you know? Tamina. And it's not very long after this. So, uh, spoilers, because Yokozuna wins. He wins the title at Mania. Yep. Uh, and then. No, Lu- he wins the title. Um, oh, no, yeah, it is Mania. It is Mania. Is and Mania. then he yep. loses it not very long after to Hogan. No. He beats Hogan at King of the Ring. Does he? I thought he then, loses it to Hogan. No. He, well, he loses it to Hogan. At, or, yeah, he loses it to. Yeah, WrestleMania 9, that bullshit. He beats Bret Hart for the title. Hogan comes out to save Bret Hart. Hogan wins the title. Right. Then he beats Hogan for the title the next month at right. King of the Ring. Yes. And Hogan's gone. Right. Right. So he so he he at Mania he gets screwed out of the yeah. title. And then he holds no. it till the next Mania. Right, he does. Um so and then also like it's not what the next year when when Narcissist becomes all American Luger and Luger's doing the body slam. It's shit. like like that July, the narcissist shit's dropped and he yeah. becomes all American Lex Luger. Is that while Yoko's champ? Yeah. Still? Because they had that match at SummerSlam where they were going to oh, put right. the belt the, on Luger, the but su- they, the they never did. SummerSlam, is, that's on the Intrepid? Is that the. That's not, that's not on the Intrepid, but that. Well, July 4th was on the Intrepid. Oh, July 4th the, on the Intrepid. The okay. Body Slam Challenge. Yeah, so, so Luger, the narcissist, drops that gimmick and becomes an all American guy with like American flag tights and the shit. Lex Express, the Lex Express riding around the country. And he he nobody can body slam Yokozuna, but Lex can do it and yeah. this, that, and the other thing. So wrestling lore. Yes. A little background for you. Yeah. Entrance twenty eight, Owen Hart. Rocket. The Rocket. Hey hey Rocket. He was wearing the same pants as a he was. Yes. and tragically dies. Uh, entrance That's number, the only thing I really know about Owen Hart. So he was way before his time. Yes. Entrance number twenty nine, the Repo 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 Man. Um, I'm always confused by why the Repo Man looks like he is a um like a raccoon that got hit by a car. I, I right. just don't understand. Well, he's got the bandit mask. Yeah, he's right. a bandit. Yeah, and he's got the tire tracks because he's what's 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 yours is yours. What's mine is mine, and what's yours is also mine. Yeah. He's the Repo Man. 
Repo, 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 man. And extra I man. love the Repo Man. He Fuck fucking yeah. rules. Entrant number 30, the Last Macho one. Man, Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it, it, I just, it felt like it was on for a really long time. And so what Macho Man came out. His last entrant. I was, I was excited because I thought, okay, like Macho Man's probably going to win. Right. And I immediately knew, like, now he came out in, like, neon green with, like, pink. So I'm yes. like, okay, he's also watermelon color. So he's got to <laughs> immediately eliminate this. In his full this. regalia, too. Yeah. So he's got to immediately eliminate this other watermelon colored man uh, with his green pants and pink socks. You did and he call the did. elimination of, the la- of, like, the final four. Yeah. All the way until the end. What did you think about Macho Man getting eliminated and how that happened in this So, I mean... There was a little bit of it, like, where I expected. I, I think that I thought Macho Man was going to win because you had said, like, mm-hmm. what's-his-face had never been knocked down. Yoko and Zuna, so, like, yes. And, like, I just thought, okay, well, it's Macho Man. He'll win, right? But, like, he didn't. Um, but he did knock him down. So I guess that was, you know, that was, like, the thing. He, like, mm-hmm. knocked him down or whatever. But I just... uh I don't know. I see Macho Man, and I just assume he's going to win. What did What did you think about him going for the pin? Yeah, that was I. Well, yeah, it was a little fucked up because right. I was like, he's got to throw him over the top. Yeah. And how are you going to get that guy over the top ropes? Right. You can't. Like, I. I mean, you when he do... came out, like I should have known that he was going to win, well, just because. Like, how would you get him over the top ropes? But why do you go spot. for the pin? So the big guy spot is if you if you taunt the bigger guy enough and get him to run at you. When he runs at you, you pull down the top rope and duck, and he goes over the top to the outside. Yeah. It's a very classic. That doesn't they do seem that like a very yeah. macho yeah. man. Yeah. A lot of the big guys. That was how everybody got Mabel out, like whenever yeah. Mabel was in anything. Um, but yeah, uh, Macho is sort of the rub here, right, to help make Yoko. I think Macho makes him look like a million bucks. Absolutely does. Uh, macho is fucking great in the end of this match. Uh, Macho's great everywhere. Yeah. Uh, sure. the, the axe handles, he gets him down to one knee, you know, does all that. But he goes for the pin. And like it is, it's 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 when you look up this Royal Rumble on Wikipedia, it's talked about in the Rumble. Like yeah, it's so it is weird. one of the most nonsensical so, wrestling storylines. Like it it's such me, a bad even. idea. And like I get they wanted to like show Yoko's strength, and like good on them being able to actually Macho being able to push up off all fours and Yoko throw him hard enough for him to clear that rope. Yeah. Like Top Dollar can't clear that rope trying to jump <sighs> when he's looking at it, but um. But it's such a boneheaded idea it to use makes, in a Royal Rumble. It just makes Macho Man look like Stupid. he's like too drunk to right. know what's yeah. going right. on. Yeah, it's like, makes oh, him look just dumb. Not, he's not he's dumb. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah unfortunate. Um, so what do you th- uh, overall think of this Royal Rumble, Michelle? Um, and then it was really long. That was my first takeaway. Is it's actually was very really short. long. Um, it's it's take a away ba- one. it's a basic rumble. I mean, they're they're all a minimum of an hour because if it's yeah. two minutes, well, I mean, right not anymore. Now, but if it's two minutes, you got thirty people. It's like eleven p.m. and I've been watching wrestling since like six thirty. I mean, that's so not like, true. But okay, seven. That's also not true. But um, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm hitting the wall with like learning things about wrestling a little because like there's. You know, there's only so much I can take in. I have like a... I, I get that. You know, my wrestling glass is all the way filled. <laughs> it's it's like overflowing a little. Um, can we make you Michelle's wrestling glass? <laughs> sure. And it's going to just be filled all with the time. Vodka. So yeah, with vodka. Yeah, with vodka. Yes. It. Um, 
But yeah, so like that was my first impression really long. My second impression was like that Bert guy I just hated. <laughs> um, okay. I don't really have a reason. I just didn't like his stupid face from the start, I guess. I don't know why. Uh, and so, I also like, have beef with Backlund, so we're good. We're yeah. united in our well, beef. I, I just wanted we'll him, celebrate on his grave. I did not. What? Well, no, that's. Wow. Okay. That's too far. <laughs> Um, he's not dead yet. Not dead yet. He's, not, he's gonna actually. Well, yeah, so I'm, like, yeah. I'm not gonna wish for him to die. So I can I'm not wishing for him to die. I'm just gonna wait it out. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Feud. I don't want to have anything to do with that. I just don't want to watch him wrestle ever again. Okay. Um, which well. might, you know, the bad might news. Not, well, we'll, we'll see what, if we'll that see what happens. happens. So he's at least a couple didn't more like of him, these. and I like he kept like everybody was like focused on on wrestling him and he didn't even do the thing where he like goes outside the ring and like lays on the floor for 45 minutes or whatever which i feel like a lot of times somebody does and then they're like oh look i'm still here he did it for like five minutes i think yeah. but that was it yeah. so but like everybody kept trying to like go over and wrestle him but then they just didn't even i don't know he just did this thing where he like like latched onto the ropes like some sort of like flying squirrel and like it was just i just didn't care for it i don't know exactly Uh like a flying squirrel just like a flying squirrel so that is another impression my third impression is that like i wasn't impressed with like the people in this like i just i don't know the like the the entrances like didn't feel very triumphant So this was in the era where they didn't do the, like the music or the entrance, right? Or like a, a, like say their like show their names or anything. Yeah, like, they, they didn't, didn't do any of that. Show yeah. that they just like mm-hmm. had somebody announce it. Some of them, I don't even know if people announced all of them. Yeah. and so it didn't feel very like triumphant. It's hit or miss though, because like when Warriors there, they're they're playing Warriors music every time he I runs down to the do. ring. I don't think they do. No, no, not for Royal Rumbles. Who's Warrior? There the was Ultimate nobody Warrior. named Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. No, he was. And that's the other thing. This is an era at 93, like, there's there's stars there, but not a lot of them were on this show. No. Yeah, Hogan's like, not there. Warrior's gone Warrior's gone. You know, like, there's there's some names that, that you know, you see the year. Because, like, 93 to 95 is kind of weird for wrestling all over. Yeah. Um, But there's some talent in here. It's yeah. just, like, there's a lot more, like, wrestlers wrestlers than there are, yeah. like, people you would recognize. Yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't... Uh... Like Macho Man is easily the biggest star in this in this rumble. By well, Ric Flair and Flair. And Ric Flair came right. out first, but then he was eliminated. Like right, and Flair's done. Through. Flair's done with the company. Yeah, literally. Like, the, yeah, like the next night, yeah. he's gone. Interesting. Yeah, yeah he goes he, back he to leaves. WCW. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I didn't really know a lot of other people in this. Right. Um. So I was, was excited because kind of you, you got to see your your friends, the Snug Brothers, yeah, the Nasty yeah, the Boys snugs. again. One half of Fat Boys Incorporated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So I have my two, wheel here. Two thirds, right? Oh, no. No, that's four. right. Yeah. I forgot that there was four. Yeah. So I've taken 93 off the wheel. Last year we did Royal Rumble 2000, so that is yeah. also not on the okay. wheel. So Make sure yeah. you play it in the microphone. and give this a little spin scheme. For next week, Michelle next will be week. bidding us to do here when we talk about Michelle? the rest of the week of wrestling. I, I mean, I... Th- Think I'm ready? Yeah. Right, Next go. week. There we go. It's gonna be like 2013, isn't it? I'm gonna be miserable. Close. 2014. 
I was one year the twenty seventh Royal Rumble from the Console Energy Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh boy, this will be. Oh boy, this is going to be miserable for all of us. Oh boy, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. You're gonna, you're going to recognize people. Yeah, you are. All right, so you're definitely going to recognize 2014. people. Two thousand and fourteen. I already. Oh know, yeah, you're going to recognize a lot of people. I already know this date because something that happens during this rumble, and we'll bring it up uh, uh-huh. next week when we watch it. Yep. I would say that I was excited, but I don't know if I really am. Oh, I, I can't decide. I'm a little nervous. All right. Uh, well. But I hope that it's more like I, I mean the one thing I will say for like WWE now um not that i want to say a lot of good things about them but like it, it they did make it a little bit more triumphant when people come in this will like this will be that, very like, triumphant yeah like yeah. that's the part that's like kind of you like get swept up in it um this you know this one it was kind of like a lot of people just like yeah. coming in they didn't even say their name you're gonna recognize a lot more people this time you, this yeah one. it's crazy to think this is nine years it's ago already crazy but Tim, Fuck. Tim Taylor, if you're listening, you're gonna be excited, yeah, buddy. Yeah, he's gonna be a happy man. Yeah, something happens. Tim's a big fan of. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Michelle, any any parting words? Yes, for this parting week? words. Maybe next week we'll do it live. We'll do a live recording, yeah. not to keep you up so late. Whatever you want to do. My recordings are so hard, though. Okay, we don't have to. Well, whatever you, you want to do. I don't. Wait, it's up to you. It's okay. your podcast. There's um, definitely going to be less like, hey, look how dumb this guy looks because there's not like a ton yeah. of crazy costumes. So we'll just do the rumble. We'll talk about the rest of the card, but we'll just do yeah. it. We'll, we'll, we, I won't make you discuss Marty Jannetty before we get to the rumble <laughs> with this yeah. one. We'll just do straight rumble. Wow. Yes. 2014. 2014. Oh, spaghetti Jannetty. It's, an, it's spaghetti Jannetty. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> any parting words for your adoring audience, Michelle? No. Uh, well, thanks for doing this. Uh, I'm sorry you have to do this. I don't know what to say. Like, um, you're a true. Yeah. I'm not fans. sorry that you have to do this. You volunteered. I did volunteer a year ago. Um, I and <laughs> that's a lifetime you know, volunteer. I'm ha- yeah, I'm having a. I don't know. Well, I, I hope you have. I've fun. had better ideas in my life, but it's it's not terrible. How many? Uh, <laughs> What? Uh, I hope you had fun. I mostly did. Okay, good. Then that's it's all just, that It's very late and I'm tired. Okay. And like I said, I've hit the wall hearing like, okay. you know, fun facts. We'll restructure this behind the scenes to make it a little easier on you next week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but again, I had fun. Thank you for coming on yes, the show. Thank you. Thanks uh, for having it's me. A blast we appreciate it. With you. People are going to tweet like crazy about you being on the show, and there's no more Twitter for them. Well, I don't to have Twitter anymore, so uh, so that's you that. could tweet it um, wings on wings, I guess. Uh, I have you could, to or that. just tweet it, tweet it us, and or tweet it the show, and I will show Michelle every single one of them. That's true. He does. Um, you're uh, a superstar on the Soon to Be Named Network. Nope. You're a superstar in my life. Aww. And uh I'm it on, very, I know, put a seat on. Jesus. Uh I'm very glad that you did this. So thank you, and I'm excited for twenty fourteen. In twenty twenty three. Oh boy. Um how many of these are we doing? <laughs> a couple of four, them. five. So I think four total. The rumble's the twenty eighth, right? Yeah. 
So you have one, one two, two, three. Only three more left. Well, well four technically. Why? Men's and women's rumble on. Oh, the, yeah. Four, four. Oh, but three episodes of the show left? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you only have two more historical rumbles. Yeah, two left. more historical rumbles. Okay. Next week's the week after. And then. I'm going to have to fucking market in my notes app what yeah. Michelle has watched. Right. Yeah, so it's next week we do 2014. Then there'll be one more historical one for the 26th. And then the 28th is the Rumble. So on February what? 2nd, we'll be talking that the, the men and women's Rumble from 2023. What was the first year that there was a Royal Rumble? 1988. 1988. Was it 88? Have, have we watched any so. 80s ones? No. There's only two. No, this, yeah. was, this was the ninth one. So what it was one? 80. It was 80. What was the ninth one? Wasn't this the, the Rumble we just no. watched? No. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was 1988. That's the first one. Hmm. I'm almost positive. Hmm. Well, oh, yeah, that, it was 88. You're yeah. right. I hope that we get to watch it. Oh, it was WrestleMania 9. That's what I'm thinking. It was yeah. the ninth WrestleMania because of 84. Yeah. I hope that we get to watch an 80s one. Well. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's. Well, you, all you, right. You would absolutely regret that. They're not very good. Yeah. No. No. Especially the first one. Yeah, the first one's pretty not ass. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well 1993 we'll wasn't a great one either. Well, oh. can't all be winners. No, they can't. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I love you guys. Good night. <laughs> All right. Now that Michelle has gone to bed, we, the real show can start. Yeah, the, the man show. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Lock up your ladies. It's, <laughs> it's time for men. Um, time for man shit. All right, pal. So, uh, 93 is out of the way. Let's get. Let's jump 30 years into the future. Holy fuck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that just scared me. Uh, uh, oh my god! Let's talk this week's. So twenty nine years, fifty weeks ahead. Yeah, right. To um, so the only non AEW yes. stuff I have, I didn't watch really anything else. Okay, um, was just the Bloodline stuff yes. on SmackDown. I loved that opening promo of Roman out in the ring talking about Sammy Zayn, just being like, "Oh, I didn't lose last week." You lost right. because you guaranteed a win, and uh, I don't think you should be guaranteeing stuff. Did you hear me guaranteeing stuff? Right. Uh, and then when he like snapped on Sam, started screaming at him, yeah, like, like you want to be- think you could be me? Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, dude, it was so good. Right. I'm like, dude, Sammy's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um, then like the bloodline stuff throughout the show, you know, Sammy going getting called back into the locker room. I did by see Roman, that part. Yeah. Um, him basically saying, all right. You got a chance for me to give you my forgiveness. You versus Kevin Owens next week, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be nuts. Yeah, absolutely. And then he made Sammy goes, "Oh, cool! Well, I'm going to go with the Usos to the ring." He goes, "No, you're not. You're yeah. going to sit right here and watch the match." Um, which I did watch it was Usos against uh, Sheamus and McIntyre. It was okay. Yeah, Usos retain. Um, Sammy, is McIntyre a brawling brute now? No, I just no. think he's like okay. adjacent. Um, Sammy exploding the popcorn all yeah, over the roof was fucking yeah. hilarious. For sure. This bloodline shit, man. It's it really is good, so yeah. good, dude. It's the lifeblood of that company right now. Man, uh, Sammy is tremendous. But when Roman turned it on, I'm like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. He's gonna kill Sammy. because uh, I so I, I watched Raw a little bit. Uh I was just hanging out Monday and I was like, oh, I'm gonna turn on Raw, it's on there's nothing else on TV. Let me see what's going on. Uh and I watched more than this, but I was so just, like, confused by it all that, like, 
I just I I don't remember any of it. Uh, but the Judgment Day stuff. So Dom Mysterio got thrown in jail. Have you seen any of this? Well, yeah, I saw like the thing where he got arrested so, on Christmas. Yeah. So he gets thrown in jail, and they've been running segments. They ran one last week uh, that I saw like from prison and he's talking about how prison changes you and he's going to be a different man. And you know, he can't wait to see mommy and like all this shit. Right. Uh, so this is him out of prison. Uh, and he, uh, he comes out and he's got the bandana. So backstage, he's got the bandana on his face and I he's like walking all tough. And like, uh, it's because I don't watch raw. I don't know how to take this. But, like, when I look at Judgment Day, Finn Balor's a serious character, Rhea Ripley's serious, Damian Priest is terrible, but <laughs> serious, right? That's your man. So then I can only take this seriously. And I see a lot of people online after this, like, talking about how funny it is. And I'm like, is it supposed to be, though? Because to me, it's bad. And, like, so he comes out in the ring, they're going to be on Miz TV. Okay. All of them together, right? Yikes. So, <laughs> right. So, they're going through their whole spiel, and, like, Miz is asking Dom a question, and Dom's doing all the talking, nobody else is doing anything, and he's talking, you know, this and that, and when I, you know, they're like, oh, tell him, tell him that story, like, tell, like, Demon Priest, like, tell him that story, that's a good story, tell him about your bunkmate, what happened with your bunkmate. Now, he got, like, arrested on Christmas Eve, he, you know, like, whatever, uh, and he's like, oh, I overheard him talking about how he was going to beat my ass. So I jumped down off the bunk and I slapped him across the face and was like, is this what you want to happen? Cause I didn't hear a peep from him since after that. And then like Miz asks him, asks him a question about what prison life is like. And he's like, you know what? Snitches get stitches, Miz. So I'm not going to tell you. And I'm like, it, what is like, am I supposed to believe that Dom Mysterio is tough? Because he was in prison for a week. He wasn't, he was in a holding tank. Yeah. I think it's right? just like a, it's poking fun. Right. You know, so then all. he's like, I learned that it's push or be pushed. And he says, uh, I'm, he goes, I just spent the last however part of my life not knowing where my next meal would come from. And I'm like, if you're in jail, it, three a day like breakfast noon yeah right. i mean i just so I, from weird description i take it as a him just, right. it's a parody of right. what guys actually think right when they're in for a week right but like judgment day isn't a jokey group right yeah so like i'm watching this going one dom is terrible at this damian priest tries to talk and he is terrible at it and then miz starts to take the piss out of it and Miz is like, wait, I looked. You were you were in there for like less than a day, you know, like you were released like that night, you know, yeah. like or it was only, you were only held for a few hours. Like, what is all this bullshit? And then they're all like, oh, you don't say that, bubble, whatever, whatever. So like, I guess you're trying to make your feel. You're, so you're you're having your heel faction embarrass themselves to look silly on TV. I just it's be, and I understand it, it is a victim of me not watching WWE regularly, but if I'm a new viewer tuning in for the first time going like oh i wonder what wwe's doing and this is what i watch i'm not interested in this television sure uh so because i just i could not get a handle on whether or not like i was supposed to be laughing at him for thinking he's a tough guy or if he was in on the joke or not because like the the heels doing that and being in on a joke is not a heel thing you're supposed to be a heel and whatever i was just so very confused by this whole segment uh and I was just like, okay, this is uh, – it's just – it is very clearly not the program for me in any capacity. 
Uh, I also saw, like, went and watched, like, the the Charlotte promo from this week. I remember this last where she, like, cut a babyface promo that was, like, so fucking cringy. She's like, aren't you all so happy to have me back? But she's a babyface now. But, like, you're spo- everybody hates Charlotte. Like, you're supposed to hate Charlotte. So, like, yeah, she's I'll laying on this babyface stuff really thick. Like, she's like she means it. Like, like instead of being, like, sarcastically, like, oh, but you're all glad to have me back. She's like, I'm so happy to be here in front of you. I know you love seeing me, too. And I'm just like, what is going on? It's just, it's so weird to me. Uh, the in-ring stuff is probably fine. I think the, sort of, for the people who were good, I think the cuffs are off in-ring without Vince there a little bit. They're allowed to have a little more fun that way. Sure. But creatively, I'm just watching this going, like, this is, for all intents and purposes, it's my first watch back because if I'm not following along regularly and, like, the Bloodline stuff, no matter what time you jump in the Bloodline stuff, you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. But this stuff, I'm like, wait, what's happening? So there's no entry point in, in this shit. And you could argue that there doesn't need to be, but every but every wrestling show is someone's first wrestling show. And there should be some level of, of understanding at least explained. And I guess when Miz starts taking the piss out of it, he explains a little bit. But, like, Miz is also a bad guy that's true i'm just very confused it's just very confusing good or bad worse than that is it's very confusing um i'll take your word for it (laughs) so but like because if you if you played it more straight like dom mysterio coming out and acting like he's been in prison and you know acting like the tougher guy and talking about all this you know snitches get stitches and all this stuff and taking himself very seriously then when when he gets made fun of by the baby face, you can laugh at the heel and be like, <laughs> right, sure. you're an idiot. You weren't actually in jail for that long. But when a heel does it to a heel team, and then there's sort of like Joe, like, like Damon Priest sort of jokes about it and they laugh at him a little bit. I'm like, I just don't understand who's what's going on here. Yeah, it's a little weird. And Dom is just not good at the acting part. I don't know how he is at the wrestling part. I'm going to also guess not good. Not very good. Oh, that was the other thing that happened. Uh they did a the main event was a tag team gauntlet match. It was like the last forty minutes of the show, and like Street Profits were in it, and that was awesome. They're back and healthy. Um, but Finn gets crushed by Otis at one point. He pulls somebody on. He pulls Shorty G on top of him, and Otis does a splash. So they both take it, but Finn gets his ribs hurt, and he can't continue. Yeah. And they're like, either you forfeit. Or Dom wrestles in your spot for the rest of this match. And Dom's like, I'm not ready to wrestle. I'm not ready to wrestle. And then they force him in. And Finn Balor is so hurt that he sits ringside with just ice on his chest or on his side uh, and just yells at them the whole time. And Dom wrestles. And, like, they're just – him and Priest are not good. Like, I just – I love Priest. It's really insane to me to think that, like, this was a main event of Raw, main evented by Dom Mysterio and Damian Priest. Yeah. It was really Trying something bizarre. different, at least. Yeah. I'll give them that. Right. I guess mm-hmm. at least they give them that. Um, but, yeah, just, just confusing all around. So, I, you know, and, like, I only turn it on when there's, when I'm just like, oh, what the fuck, let me see. And I can kind of ignore some of it or all of it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And, like, poor Finn Balor, man. And poor Rhea. Rhea. Rhea makes up is making a career out of this. Rhea is oh, chewing sure. scenery and in on it, and you know whatever. Finn is just sort of along for the ride, and he's better than that. He sure is. So speaking of better than that, yeah. AEW Rampage. Okay, I thought you were going to talk about an MJF thing here. No, um, I was going to transition about how Mountain Dew Pitch Black is delicious. Uh, Tim. Ooh, 
I'll be enjoying a Mountain Dew Pitch Black during the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Oh, absolutely, match. yes. I can't wait. Listen, I a regular I, one, a zero sugar one, this weird energy one they're coming out. I with. call I called that out not because uh, I I was like, what is this shit? Not because I'm not I, I'm not excited to watch it. I'm just confused as to what it actually is. I can't. I'll, all I know uh, is I'll have Pitch Black in hand. But you know, we'll be here watching the Rumble this year. It'll be a good so, time. Yeah. 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 Dude. Might be sipping on some uh, L.A. Nyquil over here. I'm not oh, going to lie, no. man. Dude, it's pretty entertaining. Okay. Huh? <laughs> um, so Rampage yes. uh, kicked off with Blackpool Combat Club, which was Danielson and Moxley, mm-hmm. which made me so happy. Yes. This was the original shit, man. Right. You know? Yes. This was how it was supposed to, how mm-hmm. it was supposed to be against Top Flight. Uh, do you the, think Regal gets refired with Vince in charge? I do. Um, I don't know. That was the thing we didn't talk about at the beginning of the show, is that, like, all these people, like, that went back to the E within the last week or so, that Vince had let go. That, you know, had Vince has no interest in and no faith in. Your Jonas, you know, your Regals, your yeah. Garganos, you yeah. know, like, it, all these people, yeah. like, they must be shaking in their boots because... I'd be worried, for like, sure. Because if Vince gets in charge of creative, he's going to thin that roster back out. Uh, especially yeah. when he's looking to make a sale. He'll, he'll get rid of them, for sure. And then and then, what do you do? Do you, you know, does, does fucking Jonah be like, hey, New Japan, uh, yeah, uh-huh. you know, I understand I got upset that I had to lose to Okada, but can you let me he back? He fucking beat Okada. Or he beat Okada, won. right. Um, or like, you know, does Regal go like, hey, Tony, uh... <laughs> You know, like I think Regal just trails off into the sunset. I think so too. But like, it's just really interesting that that this this all happened and all these people and like Andrade. We didn't talk about that shit where he posted his like goodbye. One day I'll tell my story on a podcast. Uh, uh, Andrade is super talented wrestler, sure, but clearly a royal pain in the ass to have to work with. Right? It seems to be like he just seems to be the problem. Uh, You know, and it's like when you know. Oh wait! Everybody around me doesn't like working with me. Are they the assholes or am I the asshole? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so go back to the E, I guess. But Vince didn't like you either. No, he didn't. So like you know, a lot of these guys are lo- looking at a potential for a company that Vince is going to be back in charge, and he ain't interested. And like Miro, Miro wants to sit out and wait, and doesn't like the fucking stuff. And his wife's gonna say he'll be back in WWE. Yeah. Go ahead. How much did Vince like you back then, pal? Uh-huh, you you kicked and clawed to get Miro Day over because Vince was saddling you with bullshit. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Mox and Dragon Top Flight. Oh, uh, this match was fucking was awesome. kick-ass, dude. Yeah. Perfect like styles that, clash. They're pushing Top Flight real hard. Yeah. I like that they jumped the Blackpool Comic Club early. Me too. They knew they had to be aggressive. Right. Um, uh, yeah, though. I love this match. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic mm-hmm, sure. i love that danielson's using the regal stretch too as yes i think that's really cool right uh then you had like the lord intended yeah then you had um hater and brit uh, excuse me the killer and the pillar yes uh beat up uh renegade's daughters the renegade the, Rene- the, the renegade sisters renegade sisters yes uh, i'll tell you what man renegade sisters didn't look that bad no they've gotten better yeah yeah i was surprised at how good yeah. they actually what's your name little girl Amanda, Amanda, uh, Amanda Renegade. Oh, the Renegade. Uh, <laughs> uh, you had that. Renegade was fake Ultimate Warrior, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You had that uh, House of Black promo about Eddie. Yes. Um, was that the one where they were like, uh, 
talking about like how he, they used to know who Eddie was. Mm-hmm. And he used to be a guy that used to run around with a gun in his pocket. Right. I was like, whoa. Yeah. All right. Okay. Into that. All right. Um, you had Pelo Peregrosso with oh, a squizosh. Vanilla Vance. Yeah, fucking Stoning up to his namesake. Squashing Sonico. Uh, Sonico, whatever. Uh, yeah. The Vanilla Vance. Not for me, brah. Um, no fucking way. And then main event uh, for the TNT title, Darby versus Mike Bennett. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, no. Yeah. That's a, I can't say, like, oh, it sucked. No, it was, it was fine. It was fine. It was a fine TV match, yeah. you know? Uh, for whatever reason, I thought it was against, supposed to be against Taven. Oh, boy. And so when, when Mike Kanellis came out, um, that's what I'm calling him. That's, well, that's what he went by in the E. I know. Uh, when he came out and it was him wrestling, I was like, ooh, did they, did something happen to Taven? This is the best news ever. <laughs> uh, so I should just think that every match is going to have Matt Taven in it. And then when it doesn't, I'm like, I fucking love professional wrestling. See, that's whatever you got to tell yourself, right? man. That's the way you look right? at it. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like when I watched the Rumble this year, I'm like, oh, Matt Taven's winning the Rumble. And then when he doesn't, I'm like, this is awesome. And then when he does win it. Yeah, when he does win it. Ta- he tanks AEW, buys WWE to tank it himself. <laughs> Uh, Madison Square yeah. Taven, get the fuck out of here. Still haunts uh, me. But yeah, this was good. I like that it ended and picked right back up with Darby still in the ring on Battle of the Belts. Yeah, five. that was that was a nice little transition. Yeah. Uh, Battle of which, the Belts 5. Battle of the Belts 5, tag titles, the acclaimed yeah. against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I'm sorry, I don't mean to... Let me, let, me, let me talk about this first, please, before you say anything. I just want to... How dare I, you I want to. I just I want to get... My Jarrett piece out of the way so that you can he praise on him and you know, whatever, whatever. I just, I yeah. just, I want to get that out of the way before we have an argument. I just want to, uh, my piece, then you could he praise and we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, the acclaimed versus Triple J, which they called them once and I'm continuing to call them that. Uh, this was, um, so we had them on Dynamite, right? Was it Dynamite last week or was it uh-huh. Rampage? Dynamite. Doing the switcheroo and all that that I that I said I really loved, right? I really loved that segment. I thought it was just great pro wrestling Memphis stuff, really executed really well. Um, people, Some people were mad. Some people were really liked it. Uh, I thought it was really good last week. Uh, coming to this week on a Battle of the Belts, I, I thought it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see somebody's <laughs> finally catching up. Uh, I am more What was amazing about it, uh, DJ? Double J. Hmm. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I am, at least in this point, uh, turning... This has to be the best work of Double J's career. Uh, I, I've I've seen... Uh, again, I was not a t- regular TNA watcher, but I, I've, I've seen Double J wrestle... Uh, for from the '90s through WCW and all that, slap nuts and leading NWO silver, whatever the fuck he did, and all that nonsense. Um, I, I don't know. I I don't. I've never seen Jeff Jarrett better than this. Uh, mainly because most of the time I thought he stunk. Hmm. Uh, hmm. but this was it. Maybe you've just been misinformed all these uh, years. No, I I got a pretty good barometer hmm. on what's good wrestling. Okay. Um. I think he is trying a lot harder than he ever has, or at least has recently. Um, I think he's... The sweet taste. Yeah. Uh, this is the closest of turning to a Jeff Jarrett fan that I've ever been. 
Uh, I don't know that they're if I don't know that it's worth keeping him around past like getting the acclaimed super over like on TV. You know, he's got another very important job with this company. Sure. Um, but he is taking the acclaimed who are already super over and getting them even more over while getting himself over uh, and while making the world not be disgusted with Jay Lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal is still not good, but he's a minor contributor to all of this shit. Uh, Double J's just killing it. This was a pro wrestling mess. Although I did That love, was executed very well. I did love the spot when Lethal hit the elbow drop on the ref. Yes. That was like, right. what the fuck, And like, man. this is this is a mess. Like, a lot of people, like, in, in other circumstances, people, this was an overbooked disaster. But everything worked here. It, everything worked. It's almost like it's Jeff crazy. Jarrett kind of knows it's what he's crazy. doing. It's crazy. Maybe. It's crazy. I'm not willing to go that far. You know, when you have the program and two of the guys involved are Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett. Sure. Hmm. Maybe Billy Gunn gets more credit. Kind of think, well, kind of think they know what they're doing. Yeah. So I'm not, a, I'm not a, a Jeff Jarrett fan, uh, but I'm enjoying these segments for right. sure. Uh, I would say perfectly executed, and I would say that if you're not enjoying them, honestly, I don't know that you're a fan of professional wrestling because I had a hatred for Jeff Jarrett. I I am a guy who quotes Mike Graham uh, all the time. Uh, I'm having so much fun with these Jeff Jarrett segments. You know why? Because sometimes what is old is new again. Sure, that's the way you gotta right. look at it. I think, and I think he's surrounded by young talent and he's having fun. I don't. I think the pressure is off for him to have to save a company or run a company or be the top star in a company like he had to with TNA for so long that he can get this young talent that are playing back and forth and he's having a ton of fun. I think he's heavily influenced by what he's able to see Sting do and all that sort of stuff but i think it's a big reason why he's there and it's a big reason why i think he's just just letting loose and having some fun so brings joy to my heart Thank we'll you. see if he keeps it up if they if they use him outside the acclaimed i'm very interested because you know you can't i don't think you could walk into say the blackpool combat club and do the same shit i don't think it works there yeah, but it works with the acclaimed because they're oh, you're already loosened up and fun with the acclaimed as soon as they come out. Sure. So this stuff sort of facilitates that. I agree. So we'll see. Um, the next match you had was uh, for the TBS title. Yes. Jade Cargill against Sky Blue. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, man, that finish was fucking that sick. Finish was incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I know, like, you sent it to me, I watched it, mm-hmm. my friend Johnny this week sent it to me, he's like, dude, did you see this? Uh, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Kudos to both of those ladies, probably both of their best matches oh, easily. in this company, uh, but Jade, using her power to just, to to, to get the, the wheelbarrow up, the turnaround, the catch, like, all of that, yeah. both of them, because it takes two, and if Sky Blue wasn't ready for it, and, and playing her parts... It would have went horribly fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, but they had trust in each other, and that the finish, the transition to by Jade, the shoulders, the throw into Jade was so cool. There's a lots of other cool stuff in this match. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, it thought. really was. Uh, Jade, Jade showed out. Yeah, uh, Jade was really uh, good and here. you know if she can again has to build on this, uh, and when she loses that title in two more weeks to Sasha Banks, uh, for her 51th attempted defense mm-hmm. uh we'll see about that. uh you know she'll be ready to move to that main event picture and start working her way up to um wrestle women who can actually wrestle sky blue's okay 
as I hear Adam scream in anger. Uh, you had the was it on this show where it was the like um, Ortiz started questioning Eddie? Yeah, that was right promo. before this Jade match. Okay, yeah, yeah. So now we have that little dynamic going right. on, which is hmm, yeah. And then we also got a Stokely Hathaway promo. Oh, is that where he yelled Sue Wu? Yeah, and he upset all the whites. Yes, fucking white people. Uh, uh yeah. So they announced the 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 street fight, the women's street yeah, fight for next week. Sure. Which, if you've seen the spoilers, <sighs> oh boy, can't fucking wait to watch. Oh that. boy. Um, all Atlantic title, Orange Cassidy, yeah, Kip Sabian, um, OC wins, OC retains. Yes. Um, one thing before we talk about the match itself, mm-hmm. one thing about these Battle of the Belts, yeah, start having title changes. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they not here, <laughs> not on this match. No, but, but yeah. I don't know if they've. I I can't recall a title change so far on these. Uh, yeah, these. Like you know, hang like Hangman beat Cole on right. the one. I remember Claudio beat Takeshita on the yeah. one. I don't like. I, I, I don't get know. it, but start. Actually why? Having why changes. do they do them? Did they? Did they it's sign just, up for extra shows? Uh, it's just like I think Turner like wants specials. wants more stuff, which is weird because I'm like, well, why don't you just give them like Clash of the Champion time right. slots? Almost because these are rarely good. This one was better. This one this was, one was, this was a, above this average. One was, yeah, it was okay uh, as a whole. Um, but yeah, they're just, they just seem weird and shoehorned, especially now it's 11 to midnight on this guy. That's tough. Um, yeah. So, but the uh, Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, you something. have more to say about this. match. I'm going to say something that's probably never been said on this show. Um, this wasn't good. Uh, this is now Orange Cassidy was good in it. Um, but Kip Sabian wasn't. Like Kip Sabian, I think, is incapable of, so it, of being good. you said to me that this was Kip Sabian's best this match. This is Kip Sabian's best match and Orange Cassidy's worst. Um, you know, Kip tried. I think the stalling and, like, the I'm getting in his head, weird Kip Sabian stuff was, was a complete swing and a miss. I think this is the quietest the crowd has been for an Orange Cassidy match. The the him stealing OC's moves and stopping him with the hands in the pockets and all that. And OC reacting being aggressive is is good and, and cool, but it just took so long. I just I think Kip's the wrong dance partner here. Uh I think the crowd knows it. Uh I commended Kip on changing his look to look like a professional wrestler. Sure. Um, but like the box head stuff didn't get fucking over. Not at all. You know, and he did that for months and fucking months. Um Everybody knew it was him. Nobody gave a shit. Yep. And then he's in this match without a box in his head, and everybody knows it's him, and nobody gives a shit. Uh, I just, I think, I think OC did his stuff very well. I just don't think there was much for him to play with in this match. I think Kip's a fucking downer. Um, and again, it is. It's the best Kip did, has ever done, but it doesn't make it good. Yeah. So it, it was just like one of those, um, I don't know. It was a match. Right, it, it just happened. There. Right, and OC matches are so rarely that on AEW. You know, like I liked, especially in this in this title run. I like the part where Danhausen stood up to Butcher and the Blade and yeah. started swinging on right. them, got the sure. beat down. Then best friends came out, beat yeah. them up. Right. I thought like that was cool. Um, but yeah, the match itself it was, it was just, yeah, and that's so rare for an Orange Cassidy match. Uh, and this stuff, I was just like, yeah, that's if you're if you're Kip Sabin and you're bringing down Orange Cassidy, that's an issue. Yeah. That's something when you walk backstage, like Tony Khan shouldn't even look him in the eyes. 
that's one of your biggest stars. That's a top five. That's like a sure. that's a t- that's a what your well, second like biggest say, you know, in the rampage is Orange Cassidy's show at this right. point. That's, right, you know, he's, he's been having really quality he's the, fun. He's the figurehead on that matches show. in yeah. this title run, and this just wasn't it. I agree, and um, not you know every wrestler is going to miss one or two, and I don't think o- OC missed on this one. I just think that even even pulling sixty percent of the way like he tried. Don't if if the other guy's not contributing that forty percent, it's not going to work. I agree. So, so dynamite, dynamite from the famous Kia Forum, Los yes. Angeles, California. Yes, we start this shit off hot. Hangman All the Page. stars are here, Brett. Sure were. Hangman Page versus John Moxley. Yes. Uh, as I said last night, this is a fucking dudes rock match. These guys beat the shit out so, of each other. It was super hard hitting. Right. It's exactly what it fucking needed to be. Listen, I just want to say what's up, Hangman. I, I can tell that you listen because you did what I told you to do. You did what I asked you to do. I said if you're going to be a fucking cowboy and you're going to make this gimmick work, you throw that lariat like you're trying to kill a motherfucker. He did. And that's what he did. Yeah. And then they're gimmicking that he that he hurt Mox so that Mox can hopefully get his vacation. Please let the man um, go. <laughs> minus points for no blood. Very shocked. Um, Shocked that Moxley didn't bleed all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought that he would too, but it's a yeah. nice little change of pace. Sure. Don't have to. Well, it was super hard hitting. Red equals green, brother. Yeah, but, uh, but it was I super, fucking thought it was great. It was great. It was super hard hitting. This is the hangman that that is a hangman that can get over. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, uh, to quote uh, Karate Kid 3, you don't win tournaments with that pit pat shit. It's a fact. Um, your shit in, brother. So good on you, Hangman. Do that to everyone. You're a wrestling cowboy. Yeah. You're supposed to be fucking unruly. Yeah, you're supposed to beat people up. You're supposed to be unruly. Like let's say he needs to get a little, he needs to get a little fatter. Right. And let's say like maybe an overzealous fan approaches you in an indie show and oh, gets a little too close God. and tries to put hands near you. Kick their kick them in the hands. And don't worry about what these fucking weird safety police bootlicking assholes on here are like, that's out of control. Daniel Garcia shouldn't be doing that. Um the Daniel fuck? Garcia fucking rules. The fuck out of here. Dan- Daniel Garcia rules. Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody used to beat up innocent Japanese people back in the day. When I found out that like that was supposed supposedly the same dude that Jacob Fatu right. knocked the fuck right. out, I was like, oh, I, this asshole deserves it. Right. I am not a fan of the wrestling trend. There's a sidebar, but I'm not a fan of the wrestling trend of being up next to the ring. I know, like, yeah. LVAC does it, and we go to those. And that's a little bit of a more lighthearted affair. It is. But when you're at something like a PWG or a GCW, GCW doesn't do it that often because of flying projectiles and shit. But all these shows do it. <laughs> and, like, I get it. It's the trend, and people like it. And, like, I don't understand how the wrestlers call call it when people are that close. But whatever. Sure. But, like, there is a line. And the line is, do not get... Anywhere near the personal space of a professional wrestler. I don't care if you're trying to boo them, if you're trying to flip, whatever you're trying to do. Unless you're okay with, and you know what, if you flip somebody off, like Danny Garcia off and he kicks you in the hand, congratulations, you got part of the show. Mm-hmm. Put your hand down, go with your fucking hot dog. Yeah. Uh, don't keep pressing it to try and be cool. Don't do that shit. The, my problem with the ring is that you're serving drinks, you're in a bigger show. There's going to be a dude who wants to make a name or pop off or not have his wits about him. And, like, you know, like, somebody's going to get hurt. And yeah. most of the time, it's going to be the fucking person. People used to jump the rail in WCW. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get beat up by referee markers. You know, like, somebody tried to beat up Seth Rollins not that fucking long ago. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't like it, especially at shows like that that are hard-hitting, very serious pro wrestling shows. Like, 
can you like ECW like somebody like an ECW letting you be next to the fucking ring? Not gonna fucking work. And I know it's a new trend, and I'm 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 an outlier in that opinion. But God, Daniel Garcia. I'm just not rules. a fan of it when people go up and pound on the ring. That annoys the shit yeah, out of me. Right. Um, it's sacred. I'm not a part of the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not. I don't have. I'm not in that ring. I don't have the rights to be in that ring. I'm not a fucking wrestler. Shouldn't people to touch the ropester when the show is happening? None of that fucking shit. Yeah. Uh. So after this. And they do work a concussion. They do. With no. So, Shivani's in the ring and says, this gives me no pleasure to introduce this man. Which I was like, oh, it's MJF. Because right. they were saying MJF's coming out. Right. Fucking Adam Cole, Adam man. Cole. Yes. Uh, good to see him back. Good yeah. to see him healthy. Uh, what he was talking about, what he went through is fucking terrifying. Right. Concussions are no joke. Legit scary. Which is interesting that they're like, you know, that they that they did the hangman thing, which was a legit concussion. Now they're gonna work the mox concussion, and then a guy comes back from a concussion. I'm not saying don't yeah. do it. It's just like concussions, it's it's a fine line because they are a very fucking serious thing. Yeah. I think if hangman or it, it, if Cole wasn't back, like and ready to go, they wouldn't have worked the no, mocks. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, but the fact that he's back and ready, I think it, it kind of yeah. makes it like it, a little okay. You know, seeing him, it reminded me back in September last year, yeah. the whole when Punk's blowout in the press conference when he talked about Adam Cole, and he goes, the kid's a sweetheart, I just want him to be okay. Right. I was like, oh, fuck, it really is that bad, yeah. huh? Yep. Uh, because look, you know, yeah. what, four months later, he's just coming yeah. like just Did you see back. how he got into the arena? Yeah, like, like tucked oh, down in the back seat. Oh, awesome. That's the way it should Pro be. Pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, that part where he's like, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm just standing there and Britt wakes up and she asks what's going on and he just says, I don't know what's happening to me. Right. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely terrifying. Concussions are tough. Uh, happy to see shit. he's back. That place went ballistic Nuts. for him. Yes. Um, Nuts. And a really good promo. Yeah. Very like. Just him being right. himself, and you know. Like, as maybe people could could pin it as cheesy, but when he said that the bad news is not for me, I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's such a every good, time, yeah, dude. Such a good pro wrestling little yeah. switcheroo. I yeah. really loved it. So yeah. good. So yeah, yeah. Happy to see he's okay. Uh, the one thing I'll say though, like so, well, last week we talked about the set, and we've talked privately in the group about how people don't like it, and you said it looks like Raw SmackDown. I didn't see it uh, until. I, this week with the ring bathed in red and blue and the all the the guardrails in it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks a little weird. Oh yeah. The weirdest thing to me though, and it's sort of I I get it, I guess. Uh and I'm not a West Coast guy, and this is a West Coast guy, so he has a big, much bigger following over there. I don't have to get it; it's not my job. It doesn't ruin the show. But they cut real close before the Adam Cole thing to the commentary table when Shivani was gone, and it was Excalibur and Taz. And, like, the set looks all all brand new and shiny. And they cut to the thing, and it's a new shot of them behind the new table mm-hmm. and everything. And then there's just a dude in a mask, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Your one commentary guy uh, is, thinks that people know who he was as a wrestler, so he's going to wear his mask on commentary. And I get it's been happening for so long. Sure. Uh, and it's fine. It doesn't ruin anything. This is just a bullshit nitpick. And again, he has a huge following on the West Coast where they were. Like he's not my guy. I I don't think I've never seen Excalibur wrestle. Um, or, but I but, or, or but I was this. Oh, does Corny complain about that? Yeah. Does he really? That's funny. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I'm not like fuck this guy. I'm just yeah. like it was jarring when it when I was like oh. Yeah, you know what? Like when the set looks more professional and shit, it's very weird to see a dude in a mask. It's there. weird. Um, 
and it's fine, whatever. I think Excalibur does a very good job at commentary. I think he's I was just fantastic. Like, for whatever reason, this cut to him, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, he wears a fucking mask. That's weird. He sure does. Yeah. Uh, Speaking so- of Cornette, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, buy front row tickets to shows and hold up signs that say like. I fucked Jim Cornette's wife. I don't know what are people talk about, or I want to fuck. That's what it is, right? Like you, you hold up these signs so that he, he's like, come to my house, have sex with my wife while I watch. Right? That's what they're trying to do, isn't it? I, is that you're trying to get in his good graces? I just don't know. Yeah, I, I stay away. Right. <laughs> um, what a, what a great wrestling historian he is that we can forget about all the bullshit that he does. And I, well, Joe talked about this I think last week or the week before on Ad Odds. I was a Cornette guy. I was, I, was, I had the fucking signed fucking Colt of Cornette thing like uh you know like I was I, I used to think Cornette was really smart and at one point Cornette was really smart but then he started sniffing his own doo-doo too much uh that's true sniffing doo-doo but uh yeah that's what a shame yeah. what kind of asshole it's just like don't go to it's just bust like on top of that the dude that had that sign that said like corny or Dave, Dave Fierce corny whatever the fuck that was like one that's fucking stupid. One like those tickets are fucking expensive. Like even the seats, like in nice in like good seats, like we do, they're not the cheapest tickets in the fucking world. No. Um, like the one, like don't don't do that. And two, there's fucking people behind you, and like they want to watch the show and aren't interested yeah. in your bullshit Jim Cornette fucking sycophant nonsense. So like hold it up a little bit. Like, that's fine. You're going to bring signs. It's not like it's 1996 WWE where everybody has a fucking sign. Sure. You know? But, like, there's people behind you. Just have a little bit of fucking respect. You get on camera. Somebody fucking acknowledges it. Put it down. I agree, sir. Uh, Jungle Hook. Jungle Hook. Against... Uh, Moriarty and... Yes. Big the Bill. The 1G Big Bill. Uh, Big Bill would be my favorite wrestler if they had that second G. Big Bill, Big Bill, like a million bucks. Big man. Bill ain't bad, dude. No, he's not. I, I kind of, I, mean, I kind of like Big Bill. So Bill uh, Cassidy, uh, yeah, that's always what I want to call him. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I remember that story about Hogan when Hogan met him was like we could have made a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's one of those freaks of nature, man. He's like he's you know he's legit seven foot. You can't teach that. Uh, but like he got he's, a six pack. <laughs> but right, but he got him. He got a medical scare. He was running his life a little ragged. Yeah. And I think he's got himself fixed up. He's ripping heaters in Atlantic City. You're damn right he is. Uh, we should have we should have said something to him. I like Big Bill, but uh, yeah, like he looked great. You know, he he. I mean, he looked good for a big. I don't want to say great. Not like he's having six stars Tokyo Domes here, but like he looked good. His physique is awesome, and clearly he's doing business. Yeah, and that's awesome, dude. When Hook hit that fucking right. exploder, and he on made him, him work for it. That place went nuts. Absolutely. As went nuts. Absolutely. Pop the hips. Yeah. Pop those hips. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me real happy. Right, and he made him work for it, so yeah. it works. It's not like Hook just got in there and pulled it off right away. He tried and failed, and he had to get beat down a little bit, and then he needed to double team, and he was a little woozy, and he got him over. It yeah. fucking works. The, uh, it makes sense. He took that. Oh, it was a drop kick to the back of the head from Jungle Boy. That looks sick. Yeah, it was awesome, uh, dude. Yeah, like that's that's how you wrestle a big guy. That's how you wrestle as a big guy. Yeah, you know he looks great. He can move in that ring. He's not like at least right now, not like a. And I don't want to like drag anybody down, but like Big Show was as is big and is a talented dude, but he's limited. He's not you sure. know Big Show. You're, you're not T Bone in five hundred pound Big Show. Big Show's not doing a kip up. I'm sure. Big I bet Bill Hook can do it. 
Right. But, I'm, but, like, Big Bill looks like a giant dude that can actually move and, you know. Yeah. It's it crazy. looks great. I think there's there's some potential there. I agree. And um, if you're other big men in this company, I think you better watch out and you got to try a little harder, Lance Archer. If they want to give Lance Archer an actual chance. Right? Uh, speaking of dudes that fucking rock. Yes. Up next was uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Kanosuke Takeshita. The match when it got announced last week, I started right. peeing my pants because like, I was, could not fucking wait. This is a crazy d- dynamite up to this part so far. The in ring was awesome. It's the promo was great. I'm like amped up at home. Like the wrestling is, you know, it's really good when you're at home and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's it, fucking exactly. Go. Uh, and so like you know, the Hook and like Hook is an interesting study because like Hook. We, no one has any actual reason to be a fan of Hook. He's never showed us any actual work rate. His matches have all been short. but he's That's super, why I'm a fan. Right, but he's super over and he throws yeah. that T-bone really well. So, like, you have that giant moment. He tosses people right. and chokes them out and eats potato right. chips. And then the next... What more do I want? The very next thing they're giving you is, like, this... And with clearly Dragon, because they announced him against Bandito, too. Like, clearly he's just like, who am I having fun with this Yeah, week? yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and this... Uh, I think so. Uh, super excited for this match. It was like, yeah. this is next. This is fucking awesome. I missed the Kessler's old theme song. And then I miss it bad. <laughs> Max comes out and honestly tried hard. I think to take the piss out of this match in the beginning. Uh, maybe not purposely, yeah, but it, it stunk. It just was not. It's just the same shit. It's the, it's, it's the same bad shit. It, it was just, it was long. Yes. If it would have been like right. three minutes. Brevity. Got to the right. point. Okay, right. I could forgive right. you. And I know a lot of people got the got a, a little up in arms about him saying like, Can hey pal, speak English here. Yeah. Uh, and that is to me, to defend Max here, a direct response to Disco. Yeah. Disco Inferno saying, oh, this Takeshita kid's good, but if he doesn't speak English, he won't be a star, because you got to speak English to be a star. Uh, and it's like, oh, yeah, Goldberg was real good on promos, huh? Like, that's, you know, like, yeah. you, lots of people become stars without being good promos. Uh, so I so that wasn't, like, while it was Max piggybacking off something, that was, it was a reference to fucking stupid Disco Inferno. And the best thing about that is it got, got people bringing up the, the the tweet where Cody buries him from like years ago. Dude, the best thing Cody that's ever an did. all that's an all timer because Brandy was on Raw this week. I don't know if you saw. So no, they, they they've been running the same Cody like comeback package. Oh okay. And Brandy's been in it, so Brandy's back on oh, TV. Wonderful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, MJ this MJF shit was bad. Uh, yeah, it just it's not great. Right. I don't love it. No. Uh, you know, I see people. I, and it is definitely split, but like the 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 people who that we know that we follow that we sort of converse with share a similar opinion. I get the text messages, I get that sort of stuff. Uh, but I see people in Facebook groups that'll remain nameless on Twitter saying like he's the best on the mic I've ever seen. What a hot streak he's on in these promos! I can't believe he's this good of a talker. Yeah. And I'm like, where? Yeah, like I, I like. I, how is your opinion so much different than mine? Like, I understand if, like, I love Evil Dead 2, and you watch Evil Dead 2, and you don't get it because you don't like horror movies, and you're like, no, that wasn't very good. I'm like, yeah, cool. I get yeah, it. I, I, I understand. understand. Yeah. But, like, I've been watching wrestling a lot of years. I think I have a pretty good understanding of wrestling. I miss sometimes. I miss probably a lot of times. But this one I don't fucking get. 
I don't. I just yeah. don't see it. And you're right. If they kept it short, I think it'd be better. Just short, but he overstays just, as well. All you have to do is short it. Then yeah. you get the the Ken Jong force shit and the right. Freddie Prince Jr. Ooh. stuff. Where at least like, Ken Jong sold it. Like Freddie Prince Jr. is like has openly been praising MJF on the right. internet, being like he's yeah. the fucking man. Right, but he's just loaded and just giggles at him. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I was wondering where Sarah Michelle Gellar was. That's what I would have liked to have seen. I think they're they're long since divorced. Are they? I thought they're still together. Uh, I'm pretty sure. They're... I'm almost positive because either Freddie was on Howard Stern years ago and he said to. That Prince that he married out of his league with Sarah Michelle Gellar, oh, yeah, and that he would together. pay them money, like like he'd bet a bunch of money when they got divorced. And Sarah Michelle Gellar recently brought it up, was like, "Well, yeah, Howard Stern owes me money." Wow, yeah, they're still together. Yep, good for them. That's what I mean. That's crazy. Yeah, all right, he definitely did. He's a weird looking dude. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. All right, what a what a babe. Okay. Um, but yeah, after we get through the max stuff, we get to the match. Um, second. Right, the match second dude's the, fucking yeah. rock match right. of the night. Yeah, absolutely. So fired up during yeah. this. I saw some fucking nincompoop on Twitter say the spot where uh, Dragon goes for the victory roll and can actually like catches him and gives him like yeah. a dude bust or whatever. It was the a, a botch. botch. Yeah, it's like dude, no, the botch was on the outside. Yeah, it's like what are we what are we talking right. about here? Right. Like if you don't just shut up. Right. Fucking shut right. up. Uh, this match was great. It was a victory roll that he stopped. I fucking love right. this match. The, the the overturn on the reverse Rana to the outside yeah. was the botch. Yeah. That shit happens. They recovered. Whatever. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, because then he immediately Takeshi immediately gave him a sheer drop brain I buster. thought he killed him. I thought that was a murder. Dude, that, these guys. I, I, oh. I was almost mad at Dragon for getting up. Like, because yeah. he, he was in the ring almost immediately after that. I was like, uh-uh. No. You got you to gotta tell the ref to to, to, uh, to change this to a 20 count, and you're laying down for 19 of it. Um, Takeshita has it. Yeah. And I'm curious what they're doing with the Don Callis stuff with him. We see, yeah, a lot of teasing, um, like, they, outside they the They were pictured ring. together at PWG. Right. They are pictured together at, like, a Clippers game the other night. Jerseys. So, yeah. right. wonder what that's going to be. Yeah. Um, but I fucking love right. these two. These are two of the best in the yeah. world right now. I missed a catch this theme song. Please bring it back to me. What if like here, here's 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch to you right now. Don Callis recruits Takeshita. Takeshita and Omega oh. form a friendship. Oh. The young bucks get <laughs> they jealous. They turn on each other. Takeshita and Omega just wrestle well, for an hour eventually. on television. But the the young bucks get jealous oh. because I don't want them involved. Okay, hold on, just no, let me get there. No, the young bucks get jealous. And they say to Kenny, like, ultimatum, you or me, or, you know, him or us. But, like, no, if we leave, that's only one guy watching your back. And then Kenny says, you know what? You guys can walk because I got a third to, for the new elite. And it's Kota Ibushi. Oh, and the I, elite, I thought, the elite were... becomes Kota Ibushi, Kanske Takeshita, and Kenny Omega. I'd cry. I'd <laughs> cry a bunch of tears. That's what would happen there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this this match is it's nuts. It's great. Uh, clearly, Dragon is like, all right, who am I going to have fun with on this road up I to, love it. to not having an hour-long match with, with MJF? Because uh, next week is Bandito. So, oh, man. They're going to fucking go nuts with they, they're gonna absolutely Oh, go I can't nuts. wait, dude. Yeah. I'm so excited. I wonder who else he's going to work. It's going to be really interesting. Maybe he'll work rock hard. Oh, I fucking hope so. I want to see him work the butcher. But anyway. Um, That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rock hard Juice Robinson. Rock hard. Wearing his rock hard club shirt. Calling himself rock hard. That's right. He's officially rock hard. He is. And he can't drop I'm the fucking F-bomb. rock hard. Yeah. 
I wish he was. I wish he still <laughs> I had. Wish, I man, every time I see him cut a promo, I think of that one he cut about Yoshihashi. Uh huh. Oh, don't stick, Yoshihashi. I don't think you realize this. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will beat your ass. <laughs> That's. I was gonna say, it's, a, it's a shame that he can't drop f bombs. Uh, and I wish he still. I wish he didn't outright leave New Japan because I would love for him to be on some of these East Coast New Japan shows. Oh, again. I would love it because uh, he was so good in DC last Maybe year. Maybe he will be. Who Maybe knows? he will be. Um, I hope so. I fucking love Rogers Robinson. Uh, and listen, I, you know he challenges Darby here, and That's gonna if be you, awesome. you know I, I had my little my little tiff about Darby like a week or two ago, uh, and you want me to get interested in a Darby match? That's the way to do it. I, I, I like I didn't know that I wanted to see Darby versus Rock Hard, but now I want to see Darby versus Rock Dude. Hard. So <laughs> Juice all the way, and I don't think Juice has a Twitter. I tried uh, to confess my love to him. He has but, no social media. Yeah, you know, he's Good. married to Tony Storm. What, what, the what fuck do you need? Does he need? Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of, yeah, the women's tag match. Oh God. Okay. Uh, Soraya and Tony Storm mm-hmm. against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Uh, number one, Jamie Hayter is so goddamn over. Yes. It ain't even funny, Jack. Right. right. I love Jamie Hayter. They're, they're going to have to, at the whenever they decide the end of this, they're going to have to turn her in Brit. Because uh, Brit is going to start to fade further and further back. Because Brit, Brit was over, but she ain't, she ain't, she is not Hayter high I over. just love that it got, it was so organic. Yeah. Right. I, that's what mm-hmm. makes me happy. Yep. Uh, the match happens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the best way. When to when Hater and Storm are in the ring, very good. good, right? Britain in the ring, right? <laughs> so I, I'm even fine with with Hater or Storm versus one of the other ones. But when it's when it was Brit and Soraya, yeah, uh, uh-uh. um, no, thank you. I like the added role of Sheeta thrown in the the yes. Singapore cane at the end. Yes, and then acting surprised when uh, yes. Britt hits right. Soraya. And she tweeted Storm like, "What have I done?" And Britt called her a traitor today or something, or Hater did. Yeah. So or who, who somebody did or Storm did whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So obviously this match was just overshadowed to no end. Because when the lights like go right. out towards the end, the lights go out. The lights go out, and then the graphic pops up for like next week, uh-huh. and you just hear the crowd mercilessly yeah. right. boo. So when they come back from commercial, everyone's booing, and they can't figure out why. And it's that everybody expected Mercedes Monet, Monet, Monet. Sorry, uh, and I I get it. Like I still think she's going to show up, but I think probably New Japan was like, "Hey, you have a fucking." problem you cannot tease this right you can't this has been They're, teased right. for they, weeks right they did the very and i will agree an irresponsible amount of teasing to have her not show up and people say well you're not guaranteed anything card subject to change blah 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 like they did the same thing with cm punk and hinted and hinted and hinted and then fucking delivered yeah. and um uh, is is sasha cm punk no you know but she's a big fucking name and, like, everyone was waiting for it. And, like, you having Brit say the boss thing and wink at the camera and all that shit. You're not delivering on that promise. And I don't know if something happened backstage that delayed it. I don't know if New Japan said, hey, let us get our first match out of the way first. All you had but they to- sold out that show, yeah, so it doesn't fucking matter. All you had to do yeah. was, at the end, Sheeta turns and joins Brit and Hater right. and they're beating yes, them down. Exactly. And out comes Mercedes Monet. Right. 
and uh, that was it. Right, and that's all you had to do. Right, and that's the way. It didn't this, have to that, be a match. That's the way this should go. You know, uh, uh, Hater and Britt were wearing red. Sheeta was wearing red. You team them up, and they and then uh, Soraya, who couldn't find a tag partner anyway, had to get Storm. There's no other tag partners yeah. out there. Who's going to be their third now? And that's the way it has to go. Unless you play this like Sheeta actually was innocent, and then she gets ostracized, and she brings in Mercedes as her partner. But you you have to do it. You have to. And I, and it's I just get a, it's a bad look. And I I I understand the the idea, the thought of being like, well, let's not do it when they suspect it. Let's try and get an actual surprise out of this. But man, but that that big of a show, that big like of a right. that it, was it a big yep. fucking show. It backfired for sure. Yeah, not a, not a fan. Yeah. Of and it, the crowd got killed in half this match. They were distracted. The mat, half the match wasn't good. Uh, so this like this crowd was super hot, and this show was fucking great. Yeah, and like this was just okay, and it really like sort of like halted the show a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, then you get the little promo again for uh, with Eddie and Ortiz. Yes. Where he goes, okay, they're accusing me. Uh-huh. You're accusing me. I'm accusing you. He's like, yeah. We'll see what's up on Friday. Like, let's see how much you trust me. That or whatever. So right. that'll happen this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society comes out, fresh yeah. off their uh, PWG Bola appearance, yes. which in reality is kind of fucking wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Absolutely crazy. Yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, they're cutting their promo. Out comes Starks and Andretti. Yeah. Um, Andretti was kind of weird. Yeah. Not the best talker, maybe. Yeah. Starks is a... They're developing him uh, in real time. Starks is so good on the mic. Yeah, Starks um, is great. You know, tell him, and I love that he said, Jericho, like, uh, get your wide-body ass out of the way. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking to you. Yeah. Um, you know, with Hager, Hager's going to slap your face off your face. Off your face, yeah. Uh, so that's set up. Uh, I... I, uh... Well, I love the Daniel Garcia part during this, yeah. man. I, Daniel Garcia is great. Right. I like that he calls him kid, even though he's a year younger. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I like this. I think Ricky's really good. Uh, but I think this was wholly unnecessary at this point. It was too, again, too long. Too and, long. and I'm going to say this. You took too long and you took away from the main that, event. That, that's why. Because I, before the main event even happened, I'm, everyone's watching the clock going, okay. You know, this is the finals of seven between these six super over guys. You're giving them 15 minutes with yeah. entrances. Are you fucking nuts? Uh, so I was like, this is it. It. it I get it. Jericho's not going to not be on a fucking dynamite. No, not especially not in L.A. Fit it somewhere else. Shorten it. Yeah. Because you don't need you don't need to develop and Andretti that much on this screen right now. Could have been like a rampage. Right. Thing. Right. This is a, a meeting that could have been an email. Um, yeah. So while I thought Ricky was good, I thought that I even thought like Hager was, you know, I the, I like this hat. He's the most over he's ever been in his fucking career sure is. over a purple fucking bucket hat. Um, but yeah, I just like give this, give this time to the main event because a lot of people were waiting for this fucking main event yeah. uh, to happen. Uh, and you gave it 15 minutes and like, frankly, as good as it was. They, there was no build. They had to rush and kill each other. You could tell it was rushed. Yeah. Uh, so main event. Yeah. Match seven. Uh, Death Triangle versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. In a ladder match. Yes. Escalera, De La Morte match, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, you know, it was kind of like car crash style. Yeah, right. You know, 
I did. I did. I felt bad for the guys because mm-hmm. it was going to be rushed. Right. You know. Yep. Uh, this is supposed to be like you this said. This is the a longest story. Deal. One of the longest stories they've ever built in this fucking company. Yeah, it's been going on since the pay per view, and they rushed through the last match. Yeah, that, that was kind of a bummer. Even though, like, I don't care about the Bucks no. literally at all. I'm pissed off that they were wearing those Shaq shoes that I own <laughs> that I haven't worn in years. but yeah. I still own them. Goddamn it. Um, uh, the, yeah, the it one, just. The I one, love that Omega was wearing the IWGP US title. Yeah, that made me happy. The one buck hitting the 450 to the outside was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty. There's gross. a lot of really cool car crash stuff in this. The same buck taking that uh, backdrop off the top or whatever, and yeah. like hitting his legs off the ladder mm-hmm. and falling like right on his upper his shoulders. Ass. Yeah, that was that was cool. And he got hurt right because he didn't come back in the match. There's speculation he got injured. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the thing. That's the thing with all these guys. Like and Kenny, Kenny protects himself. He does some crazy shit. The one wing angel at the end uh, to the ladder awesome. was awesome. But like the Bucks are fragile dudes, yeah. uh, and, and o- they're old. Omega hitting the V trigger on Abrahantes. Yes, thank God, thank you, thank um, you, Kenny. But like the Bucks are, they're all older dudes, yeah. and like the Bucks are aren't durable. You know, like, uh, like look how long Kenny was out. Like Kenny's got to be careful too. Uh, so like the Bucks could get hurt and be done with yeah. this. And Kenny doing the 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 over the top like uh, dive and yeah. going through the table. Yeah, Ugh. but like if one of them gets hurt, we're in the same place they were when these titles were introduced, yeah. and they're just gonna have to either wait around or vacate them again. And that's yeah. that's so like I understand you want to do this car crash style stuff, but like what are the Bucks in their mid thirties? Think so, yeah. Like you know, eventually you guys gotta gotta learn that like. You blow a shoulder, it's it's a year off. Like, yeah, I just man, I love I I really do love Kenny Omega. Yeah. I just get him away from these guys, please. Mm-hmm. He's so much better on his own. You know, yes. I read the art the or I didn't read it, but I saw the comments from the Bucks Not Sports Illustrated article mm-hmm. saying Oh yeah, we were we were offered a big match for Wrestle Kingdom, but yeah. we were on vacation, and oh, you know, yeah. oh like we would have led Kenny out to the ring and mm-hmm. stuff, and he didn't fucking need it. He doesn't mm-hmm. need you, right? He need you. It's right. just he's so right. much better off. Right. Man. So Matt is thirty seven, and Nick is thirty three. Yeah, I mean eighty nine and eighty five. So one's your age, one's my age. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and neither of us are taking fucking bumps. I'll do it. And like you don't even like they're, bump. like they're not like these like built muscular dudes like so no. they they had their little injury prone so I hope he's not hurt because I don't want to see anybody get hurt no but you just gotta think like maybe protect yourselves a little bit better on this car crash kind of shit yeah I just unfortunately like you said I thought it was rushed it was rushed and I feel like because that promo before just yep kind of wasn't needed here yeah and especially because like I was a, the last of the 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 street fight or whatever it was or the false count anywhere. That was the amazing. last two matches in this have been really the best, good. The best in the series for sure. Yeah, this one was and this one's fine. Car crash style, a spectacle if you're there for sure. sure. Yeah, um, like another match where yeah, if you're if right. you're there live again, right. I would have gone. Happier. I get it. Yeah. I totally get this. Right, but yeah, it just rushed. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I had. Yeah, that's it. That's um, all the wrestling I watched. So pal. next week, Michelle will be back yes. for the 2014 Royal Rumble. Yes. I'm excited to talk that with her. I'm excited too because she's going to know a lot of people. And yeah, it's going to be fun. A fan of the winner, no spoilers, but she's yeah. a, she's a fan of the winner. No, no nine year old spoilers. Yeah, outside of well, she's a big Batista fan. Like outside of wrestling, yeah. she likes Big Dave a lot. Yeah. And this is Batista, so this is going to be hilarious. It's not Batista. Yeah, no, it's not. No, he doesn't wear Batista here. Are you sure? Yep, positive. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm like ninety eight percent positive. Okay. Uh, so. 
yeah, I, I'm excited to talk to her about a couple fallings out from this event. Yeah. So um, she'll be back next week, and uh, I guess we'll finish. Did you buy anything? Uh, no. Well, yes, I did actually. Ha ha. I bought the first issue of NWA Magazine, Volume 1, Issue 1. You did. With Terry Funk on the cover. The dude hasn't shipped it yet. Uh, it's got like a big old crease down the middle, but perfect condition. They sell for like 150 200 bucks, and I got it for 25 So That's the way the world works. And then we also, I'll, I'll say this here, the tickets don't go on sale till tomorrow as we record this, but we did book our hotel for D.C. for the Capital Collision. Dude's weekend. Yes. Dude's weekend. We're going to go to New Japan in uh dc on a saturday and philly on a sunday can't fucking wait so excited okay so yeah you're right 2014 was when blue tista happened but it wasn't it, at the, it was it, an, it was evolution versus the shield yeah it was a six man yep. it wasn't at the, i remember the Royal rumble yep that's a shame um so i purchased three things this week okay um two of them actually all of them ended up being very unexpected uh i went to target last saturday just to peruse a little bit and uh, there was the new, it's not newish at this point, but there was the Royal Rumble Vader Elite. Yes. So I was looking at it and I'm going, man, that head sculpt is pretty cool. The mask is actually sculpted onto the head. Mm-hmm. And I go, I have the old Vader Elite. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to upgrade it. This is Vader time era. Um, it's cool. It even has like the little V on his butt, which I thought was real cool. Nice. Yeah. Comes with the Vader, cool. like the Vader V hands. Yeah. I was like, you know what, man? Ah, fuck it. It's I, I'm not. I can't leave Vader right. here. Sure, I gotta buy Vader. I Absolutely. love Vader. So I bought that. Yeah. Um. The other day in the group, somebody put in the major group. Somebody put this up, and I sent them a message because they only wanted certain things out of the set. Mm-hmm. So I purchased the Lightning Kid. Did you? I did. Nice. And coming with the money bag and the money that's yeah. part of the raw set. The guy said, I only wanted the taker and the letters from the set. Yeah. Because I don't want anything else. Okay. Uh, so, 25 shipped. Oh, that's nothing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I want that Lightning Kid. Yeah, it's I a good one for sure. I fucking love the Lightning Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. And then uh, today, I bought the Bret Hart Ultimate re-release. Did you? Yeah, fuck nice. it. Why? It's a Hitman. Yeah. I know the new one's coming out, but... I wanted it. It's really yeah. not, that jacket's kick ass. Uh, yeah, the the whole figure's awesome except for the hair in the face. Yeah, the hair's not great, yeah. but uh, it's the Hitman, and I love the Hitman. Right. So, uh, yeah. What what era is that? Ninety? It's like is it ninety seven ish Hitman? It's trying to represent. I don't think it's like the leather jacket. So, I'm not sure, right? But yeah, that leather jackets are weird. The leather jacket's so cool. Yeah, man. like nice. oh, I love that leather jacket. Good. So I was like, you know what, man? Awesome. Fuck it. Things have been uh pretty yeah. dope for me in the opportunity Good. world so uh i figured hey let's nice. let's let's yeah. get it so why all not right. but uh that's all that uh that's all i bought Good. I, I will happily wait for the next bread ultimate and uh i'll just have both yeah. i'm gonna pose them next to each other there you go <laughs> uh they get a lot of hitman out there they're, they're, they're pumping out As a lot of hitman stuff absolutely you keep pumping hitman stuff i'll keep buying it all right there love it the hitman. uh if that's it right yes, sir all right. Well, I got my notepad now. I have a Michelle Rumble notepad. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with the reveal of where, uh, where we're sitting for oh, for can't wait. Uh, New Japan on the East Coast. If you're going, let us know. Yeah. Let us know where you're sitting. Let us uh, know what's happening. Let us know by emailing the show at we need wrestling at gmail.com or hitting us up on social media on Twitter, 
Instagram and Hive at uh, people don't do Hive anymore. Hive uh, is still a thing. Huh? At We Need Wrestling. Uh, we're a proud member of the, or we need wrestling.com also. We're a proud member of the Sudabi Name Network at STBN Network on Twitter, Sudabi Name Network.com, Sudabi Name Network.tumblr.com. Uh, bunch of other shows there at Odds with Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, if you enjoyed what, uh, th- what Michelle and the two of us did this week, uh, we also do Wings on Wings, uh, where we watch the 90s sitcom Wings and then discuss the episode while eating wings with various. Uh, good and not so good hot sauces. <laughs> uh, also accompanied uh, by Doug, uh, now downgraded to occasionally, but uh, you know we'll, he'll be around. Um, so there's the three or four of us. Uh, listen to that too. Uh, also listen to Hit My Music and Puzzle Warriors Three and all other stuff. Sumi Name Network, everybody. Uh, Joe is on Between the Sheets, so listen to that. I'm I, I I'm uh, about. Seven and a half hours in, which is about halfway through the episode, I think. Um, I would be remiss to uh, not mention this week. Oh, sports. On, uh, yeah, sports talk. Porch talk presents sports talk. Yes. Uh, previewing and kind of putting a cap on the NFL season, previewing the NFL playoffs with Adam from At Odds with Wrestling yeah. and Marcus from Final Wrestling Place. Uh, you know, I feel like we're the th- three sports guys yes, of the uh, network, so that was a ton of fucking fun. Yeah, uh, just chopping it up with uh, those dudes over some football. What uh, what was it like? I'm not, I, I don't watch football anymore, so I'm not gonna listen. But uh, what was? How does Adam feel being uh, out of the three of you, his team not making the playoffs? So uh, he made good points, man. Steelers, they weren't expected to be shit this year, and they yeah. finished nine and eight. Okay, that's a that's a victory. Yeah, sure, absolutely. And really, they just ended up in a good division because the Giants made it in with nine, nine and eight and one. So, yeah. So, yeah. Or whatever it is, or nine seven and one, whatever the fuck it They're is. So, nine eight and one. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, what I don't know the right. record. Well, you'd be hey, you'd be happy to know we all picked the Giants this weekend to beat the Vikings. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. I I do. Uh, I really fucking know, do. Yep. They're on a roll. I see them beating Minnesota. Right. Minnesota's uh, the worst twelve win team mean, I've ever I, fucking I, I, seen. I didn't watch that game, but they they came. The backups came awful close to scaring your Eagles a little bit there. Well, yeah. I think Eagles probably weren't playing too seriously. You could Especially tell after the Cowboys tanked that fucking game, <sighs> brother. What the fuck were they doing? <laughs> They're being the Cowboys. Oh my god! The, the Cowboys historically, no matter who plays Dude. for them, hits the playoffs and get the fucking. In the, in the words of Lashawn McCoy, Dak is ass. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you could tell it was very conservative. Well, they going to walk what, conservative what, what, game plan for What did Zeke have like? 10 carries for 10 yards or something like get it the was fuck out of here yeah losing to a third string quarterback his first start ever and yeah you got blown off the field right? like I'm, that. Not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna be mad about a t- about players stealing jerry jones's money but come on yeah, that was uh ooh, yeah. that, that was pretty fun all right let's get out of here thanks Bye. for listening everybody you're listening to the soon to be named network the lamborghini of podcast networks Now you're off, nerds!